Welcome to Primary Attribute, we're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper slash Game Master, and I use they-them pronouns. I'm Erin, I play Erisene, I use she or they pronouns, Erisene uses she her pronouns, Erisene's here to kill a lady. And that's it, that's all the people we have, ha 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 ha. Erisene started by killing the other people on the podcast no i was spared to continue erisene's own existence no <laughs> no 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 we would never do that no i would i i think it's very <laughs> obvious i do everything i can to keep everyone else alive with <laughs> less regard for my own safety than possibly i should have <laughs> as erisene or as Aaron? <laughs> as erisene okay Oh no, I have extremely strong self, uh, self-protection instincts. Yeah, I do love how Erisene, the presumably ditzy, presumably spoiled rich kid, is the responsible friend. <laughs> is like the mom friend? Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the reason there's only two of us here today is because Erisene is doing a side mission for Mendoza. That would have taken a long time in the middle of another episode. So we're doing it separately. Yeah. You'll sadly miss out on Adam, Kelly, and Wit's uh, commentary, but hopefully we'll all make our way through that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And to place this temporally, we are doing this... um, this is taking place right after the Cog Rescue mission, kind of after everything gets wrapped up. And it's taking place over the same period of time that the uh, kind of montage we're going to be theoretically doing for the characters for about four weeks. It's going to be in that same time span. And it is after Fantasy Wednesday when that date happened. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. It's definitely after Fantasy Wednesday. If nothing else, it is after Fantasy Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, Fantasy Wednesday happened. You had a date that went some way that you a feel way. some way about mysteries. But apparently you're very good at compartmentalizing because we're not going to talk about it anymore. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you have the rest of your four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you got a couple things going on. Mm-hmm. Which we should mm-hmm. check and make sure we're on the same page about mostly. Because I don't have a great memory and you're the one who keeps notes. Better notes, at least. So, Mendoza wants you to kill, or is offering you the contract for, and you accepted the contract for killing Sane, uh-huh. who is one of Richard Stanton's right-hand people. Uh-huh. You've checked with both Mendoza and with Nara, and neither of them had any good ideas about Sane, really, which was fucking weird, given who they are. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but you know that... Well, tell me what you know. Uh, Sane is a knowledgeable assassin with connections who is regularly in disguise in or around the Oakley. Know that Sane maybe has shoulder length bob, black hair with dark eyes on the short side, and possibly has black dyed clothing. All right. And sounds like that's it. That's pretty much it. It's pretty much all I know. So I guess the first thing we need to deal with is you took quite the beating. Yes. On your little adventure. Um, yes. By the end of it, you were up and cognizant and cleaned up and stitched up. Uh-huh. But 
I don't know if you did this before or after your date. I don't expect you anticipating taking HP damage on your date. But you did have a day. So, I know you wanted to get patched up. How do you want to go about that? Um, I was gonna find, like, uh, well, so I know that, like, the heal- Because we went to the healer, and they basically were like, you're gonna have to just deal. Like, (laughs) Yeah, they were pretty much just like- you don't need a potion to live. You can heal naturally. So that's what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Which is, so, which is pretty standard. That's not someone being mean. That's just. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but so I'm still only at one hit point and um, I would really love to not get uh, one shotted uh, in my one shot. Um, yeah. I would basically like want to go get a health like find some sort of like you know potion of cure light wounds or whatever yeah and i am willing to go into debt to one of my grandparents if i need to do that all right let me double check because i have a hundred gold and seven silver and i'm willing to spend some of that so Let's say, if you're going to, like, I don't know, BRTELs? Yeah. It's gonna be like, fuck, I don't know. Because <laughs> Vons, Vons didn't even take your money last time. No, I forced him to take my money last time. Yeah. I'm gonna say that Vons would usually do a higher markup, but not that high. Uh, we'll go between the two things I'm thinking of. Let's put it at, like, 35 gold to get it from BRTELs. Because you're okay. basically buying a bottle of Valium. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Um, I'll take two. Uh, so okay, that takes you down seventy gold. That's a D okay. for each of them. So, ah, oh, I rolled a seven. Okay, you can roll it. I was going to offer to roll on the behalf of the Faceless Corporation, but seven's good. I rolled a seven, so um, I will, I will just keep the second one. Um, okay, so you are up to, and that's a that's a cure potion. Yeah, cure light wounds. So yeah, you get up to seven. It's, it's 1d8. Okay. Yeah, so that gets you up to eight. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, yes, that gets me up to eight. Uh, yeah, so I think you have a problem in that, yeah, basically you would heal at one hit point per day if you were resting the whole time and getting tended to and warm and all that. You're not mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are spending your time out in the world getting shaky on so, coffee as you stake places out, so like... Did we get in... Did we get back... For the timeline, um, did we get back into the city on Tuesday? Yeah, or... we got back into it like afternoonish Tuesday. Okay. Because you you initially went down on Monday, you were there till pretty late. You crashed overnight, and then the post long rest stuff didn't take that long. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. So if you wanted to rest up all day before your date, like from kind of when you got home on Tuesday, like say you bought the potion on the way or whatever. You could yeah. basically get a 24-hour rest period, I think, in before your date. And that's kind of what I was thinking, is, like, I probably wouldn't have, like, yeah, I probably wouldn't have, like, immediately gone and, like, tried to do the next thing, because, honestly, I did almost die, so. Yeah. So, how do you want to handle healing up from a grievous wound from your double life you don't tell your family about in your own home? Um, I'll just be like, oh shit, now I can't remember the name of my butler. Did he have a name? I did. I called him something on the morning of my first, of, of, on the morning of my second date. Or, yeah, 
the, on the morning of my first date. You can have with, more than one staff member. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the original guy's day off. Yeah. I'll be like, uh, Matilda, I, I have, I have, I have lady problems. <laughs> with, with your cracked open head? I say as the GM, not as Matilda. Well, no, because I took, because I would have taken the, the cure light wounds. Oh, okay. So you just feel like shit. Yeah, I just feel like shit. Okay. Um, yeah, Matilda's your, I guess, butlers and maids are the equivalent, but more general than just cleaning, as I feel like maids are often reduced to. Anyway, uh-huh. um, but yeah, she will, you know, you get your hot water bottle, you get your various foods brought to you, and uh-huh. drinks and whatnot, and yeah, you have a restful time. And then you go on your date, and now you have a second HP. Huzzah. So you're on a total of nine. Yay! Out of fourteen. Oh no, I only have eleven. Okay, bummer. Um, uh huh. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> ah yes, the wizard. Cool. Yeah, you're at nine HP. Just gonna call this. Uh, guess it's day two of the four week period. Uh huh. And what do you want to do? I'm going to uh go out, go to the Warrens, and. I want to scrounge for, like, sort of, like, the the dirtiest, grungiest, like, you know, vagrant clothing that I can find. Like, I, I want to become the sort of person that you avoid with your gaze as you are walking down the street. Okay. Is there any particular technique you're going to take to do that? Um, I was going to, like, dumpster dive, basically. Um, and maybe, like, you know, maybe this is just a matter of, like, taking clothes that I already have um, and, like, you know, dirtying them up. Um, but, like, I uh, I was going to, like, try to dumpster dive, definitely. Like, uh, make an intelligence check, because you're taking the time to do this. I would also allow wisdom, but I know you'd prefer intelligence whenever possible. Um, I rolled 10 plus 3 is 13. Okay. Yeah, uh, you go dumpster diving, you find kind of the cast-offs of the cast-offs of the cast-offs. Like, you find kind of the worst in-shape stuff you can find. Because stuff gets worn for a while mm-hmm. on the yeah. ice, and it's repaired a lot. So this stuff is so threadbare, like, it can't be effectively patched anymore kind of stuff uh-huh. but you find uh, a good chunk of that and you now have your materials to make a proper disguise for this place should you want to also are you trying to avoid the people you know in the warrens because you now know a decent number um yeah i think i think i would have um i i think that i guess i i guess i would try to like do at least like a makeup sort of disguise on myself um and keep my like hair covered okay um make that and i do have so you do have the disguise skill i have the disguise skill which is piquet off charisma yes all right roll charisma please oh that's a i rolled a three plus six for nine total uh at least for this first day Okay, so for this disguise, I think you you try it and you realize that with what you're working with here, you, you know you're you're trying to step in the mirror and you're not it's not going to work. Um, that was a big enough failure. I think you go like, cool, I've achieved contouring. This won't affect anybody who already knows me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think because of that, you just think you're kind of going to have to 
going to kind of have to stay just out of sight. So make a dex check to basically do cover hiding um, from people um, and moving through the crowds and all that. I have I have hide. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm having you do. Okay. I have hide and I have move silently. This so. would be hide because you're, you're moving through a public area and it's more blending into the crowd than literally sneaking behind anybody's back. I rolled a 13 plus 4 is 17. All right. Oh, and um, Dex is a primary attribute. Yeah, you're good. I think you, uh, you know, you give the Gwendolyn a wide berth. You, um, you occasionally, because you know a few people, and you have kind of, you would be face recognized and face recognized. A couple other people, like you haven't talked to a lot, but mm-hmm. yeah, but um, you manage to kind of stay out of everyone's way and just move through the crowd extremely anonymously while you're doing all your disguise stuff. So gathering all that stuff up is going to be most of your first day. Sure. Um, along with like assembling it into an outfit that works. Um, I guess there, you can do like one more minor thing your first day. On my way back, I actually want to go by... I want to try to scope out the... Um, the Oakley? No. Um, no, you're going to think this is way uh, sweeter than that. Um... No, I want to go and try to find. Um, I'm gonna try to find the house that Elpita lives in. Oh, that's gonna be extremely difficult. <laughs> well, I did get an extremely good description of it. That's true. Well, she gave you the basics. The problem, I think, is that she gave you a lot of the inside or stuff that would be behind the house. Like, if I remember right, she mentioned a garden area, but um, there's a tree. That's true. There aren't that many trees. There's not that many trees. Okay, um, still, so the Spires is a big place. Okay. So, this is one of those things that you can reattempt if you take time on it. Because you are taking relatively little time today, because you're kind of basically doing a walkthrough, mm-hmm. um, basically just taking a long way home, keeping an eye out, make an intelligence check, but just know that the challenge level's really high for this. Okay. I rolled a 17 plus 3 is 20, and that is a primary attribute. Oh, fuck. All right. Well,. Fuck. So, yeah, I think what happens is, because uh, eight's so high uh, as a challenge rating. Um, so I think what happens is you're walking along and you're kind of looking up at the spires because I think it's been mentioned that, you know, she lives on one of the spires itself, not at ground level. Um, and so they have those big, you know, spiraling ramps that go up around them. And you kind of mm-hmm. end up passing directly under one or really close to the base of it, and then kind of end up at an angle where you can kind of see up the inside between all the houses and stuff. And um, pretty high up, you see the branches of some sort of tree. Um, it's We're talking like four or five stories up, and you're kind of catching a little, a little window of it, but you think that might be the place. Okay. You would have to actually go up there and look at it to get a better idea, because from ground level, you're going to have a real hard time. But No, that's fair. And I don't want to... If I have an idea of where it is, I'll just come back another time. Yeah, you, you think that seems like a good place to start, because yeah, there aren't that many trees. Um, I should clarify too that this particular tree uh, didn't seem to have any leaves on it. That's fine. Still not that many trees. No, for sure. Just, yeah, it is uh, it is not exposed to direct sunlight. Um, no, no. Yeah, so, okay. you. That's uh, your first day. That's my first day. Day two in the morning, I will do the going and hanging out by the Beartels in disguise. Okay. Not this disguise. Yeah. Um, not the not the not the prepared disguise. My like normal. I'm not myself disguise. All right. 
Uh, I'm going to roll to basically set a baseline of how good that disguise is. Like, oh, uh, you roll that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was looking up the description. It's like, the GM rolls. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because that way you can't know if it succeeded or failed. Okay. Which makes some sense. This is just a, I am a different female half-elf of the same age, right? Yeah, and I would have the, like, probably, I mean, definitely today I would be putting, like, the, I would be making my hair look as different as possible. Yeah. And I'm assuming that the reason that I'm hanging out in front of the Bartels is face blind, so. <laughs> you might not be wrong. Oh, I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> your charisma's what? 16? My charisma modifier is 6. Including your level? Yes. Okay. That's all. That's all of it. I have a charisma of 14, but I get the plus 2 because of the half-elf. Oh, because it's a charisma-based check? Yes. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, you spend your first half of your day hanging out in front of the BRTLs. Whether you succeed or not is left as an exercise for a different recording period. Because I cannot know. <laughs> No, I know. <laughs> All right. So that was your first half day. What are you doing uh -huh. with the back half of your day? Back half of my day, I'm going to don the rest of my newly created um, no one wants to acknowledge my existence disguise. All right. Let me roll for that disguise. So my thought is that I ha probably have some sort of like poncho that I've fashioned or like a an extremely, like, ratty-looking cloak. You know, obviously everything looks threadbare. I've caked as much, like, probably not dirt, because we don't really have, like, dirt dirt for the most part in most like, of the city. You can stone dust and stuff, though. But, yeah, I would have, like, caked as much, like, stone dust and probably, like, food scraps, you know, animal droppings, as much basically just like make it look really really like grody and i'm also going to like as i wander around just like sort of carry like a sack with me and like dumpster dive and like pull just random shit out of my out of the the dumpster and just put it in my bag for reasons that will never be apparent okay <laughs> Yeah, so basically, like, really making the, like... Re really selling the, uh... I have a lot of stuff that is, uh... I'm really just trying to very aggressively sell the aesthetic. Yeah, all right. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, Ericene, I think... I'm calling if this I could bring in, disguise. You know, I, if I could bring in, like, some of, you know, what I imagine as Ericene's, you know, training. I mean, Mendoza was very, like intense about like well when you need to disappear like these are the ways that like think about the kinds of things that people people's eyes like unconsciously like ignore yeah <laughs> you know right. and that is totally different in every situation <laughs> yeah cool so <laughs> I, I have rolled for your vagrant disguise and now know what its status is great um, so that'll be ongoing You'd have to make a new, different disguise to change that. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just go and, like, can you describe, like, the sort of street around the Oakley? Yeah. So so the Oakley is on Ferry Street. I'm going to say closer to the center than, like, the Gwendoloo or the Wasted Worm. Um, 
Okay. And then along Ferry Street a bit. And so Ferry Street, as previously mentioned, is mostly notable. A lot of its signs are made out of really old pieces of wood that are super dry. Mm-hmm. I think like driftwood. Um, and it's rumored that they are from, or the legend is that they are from a ferry that someone tore apart mm-hmm. after crossing the last river to get to the fort. Um, yeah. So the Oakley itself, so the street around it, um, the Oakley is pretty big. As far as like size of bar, at least, it's not wasted worm big, but it's bigger than the Gwendolyn, which is bigger than the dumpster. So it's the second largest bar that's been on camera. Um, okay. It uh for things around it, because I imagine you're scouting like the layout of everything. Yeah, I I want to. My my goal in this scene is to find a place to basically like camp out that people won't be like hey hey fuck off (laughs) that if i just like you know sit for a while i'll be able to like just sit yeah like what other kind of businesses are around as i was trying to figure out how tolerant they would be in general um yeah so on the oakley on either side if you're facing it directly to its right there is a store that sells cloth directly to the left is a store that sells clothing there's some synergy there it's great um, if you, and then next to that is just like a kind of bookkeeper shop. So it's a storefront, but it's not being used for like retail. Um, for places that you could sit, if you go basically two doors down and across the street from the Oakley, uh, there is a small like tea cafe over there that has two doors down across the street. Yeah. So if you're facing the Oakley and then walk to your right, uh, the second door down on the opposite side of the street is a tea cafe. And it has, it also actually has a balcony from that regrade with seats on it. Okay. And well, and so that'll give you a decently clear view of their front door and the okay. balcony that they have. Any like, any like alley access on either side of the street? Like, you know, maybe somewhere that I can like, you know, plunk down and be in view of the door, but like. Um. Unfortunately, this particular street is not set up with alleys between its uh, businesses. Okay, fair enough. Like, there may be some stuff around the back, um, even if it's just like an emergency evacuation tunnel, but there's no side alley. So nowhere that would get you in, in uh, view of the doors. Okay, uh, I will... I'll just, like, you know, kind of hobble over in front of the tea cafe and plunk down and i'll get out a um i'll get out like a like like a cup yeah and start like you know uh panhandling panhandling yeah mm-hmm. okay um yeah there's actually a bit of space between like the tea cafe's kind of front door area and the business next to it where you can sit without being in the you know anyone's walkway and that's kind of what i'm yeah. looking for kind of out of view of any of the uh, windows too so yeah um such as they are yeah uh so you plunk down and you panhandle and cool. So kind of scoping that all out, figuring out there were any alleys, making a decision about, you know, the balcony of the cafe versus just sitting on the street, stuff like that. Took most Like can't really go into the cafe. It it would it might be a hard sell. Yeah. I don't think that that would go over very well. Although you are in the Warrens, so honestly, this is one of the most likely places for people to not be shitty. Um Sure, sure. That's but, and that's good. But you also actively smell, <laughs> which is yeah, I do actively smell. Just the bigger problem. And that's on purpose. Yes. Um, all right, cool. But yeah, so you get that scoped out. You 
kind of figure out a good place to sit. You're going to be running pretty tight on time at this point, mechanically, if nothing else. Um, so I, I assume you're just kind of keeping an eye out. Are you trying to get a feel for like who comes in and out or? I'm trying to get a handle for like who comes in and out. I mean, if I see anyone who like might fit uh, Sonny's description, I want to keep an eye on what direction that person goes, even though probably it doesn't Ultimately, it's probably not that important, um, because fucking Sane, I'm sure, has like 17 different ways to get out of anywhere, um, <laughs> as do I. Uh, <laughs> and honestly, I think that Ericene would kind of be in that location for like the long haul that day. Like, she'd really be, you know staying there into the like late evening um are we talking like midnight late evening or i'm talking like you know whenever the oakley seems like it's clearing out kind of time All like right. i really want to because i mean i need to know like i need to i need to find sane like. yeah that's, that's fair <laughs> um all right so let's... this is literally my job right now yes so. <laughs> I'm going to spend as much time on it as I as I kind of can. And I assume this is going to kind of be, this is your day-to-day now. This is where you park yourself at the start of the day. This is the last place you are at the end of the day until you find yeah. who you're looking for. Yeah, basically. Um, all right. So. Um, and how much do I make panhandling? <laughs> let's find out together. <laughs> Great. Um, let's see. I feel like that has to be a charisma. Yeah, make a charisma check. Oh, shit! I rolled a 19! 19 plus 6 is 25. That might actually overcome how smelly you are. Um, Jesus, I rolled high. You make 2 silver and 6 copper. Yeah. Um, Cool, so that's your evening. And then roll a perception check for me, which would be... um, uh, Give me a wisdom check, which will then influence your intelligence check, which is kind of the final word. Um give you a wisdom check yeah the wisdom check is basically how much can you keep up your situational awareness while you're doing all of this and then the int check is based on that okay i rolled a seven plus five for wisdom okay so 12 that's not a primary attribute for you and then roll an intelligence check um and that's a 13 plus three okay so that's 16 uh you don't see anyone matching sane's description but you do start getting a feel for uh, the Oakley. So the Oakley is kind of a weird bag. Um, you definitely notice people leaving you didn't see go in, and you are pretty sure that you uh, you're pretty sure that you were there before they actually opened. Like I think you kind of plunked down early afternoon, give or take. Um, and I think even just walking by the Oakley's doors, they officially open at like 3 p.m. Um, mm-hmm. So you've been there all day. Granted, you probably had to like go pee at some point, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you definitely you notice a couple of times that there are people leaving that you don't think you saw go in, and it's it's a real mixed crowd. Um, you get some people that are dressed, honestly, kind of too nice for the Warrens in general, and not in the, like, you know, we put on our club gear kind of nice, but the, like, business suit kind of nice. Um, but you get a lot of people who look pretty rough around the edges. Um, you get a lot of people who look like they were already drunk at the start of this little adventure, although many of them are turned away by the slowly rotating uh, cast of bouncers. You only see like two that day because of the shifts. Um, And a lot of it's kind of the standard folks you would expect from the Warrens. Maybe a little more rough and tumble, but 
also it's a little less like i think the dumpster tends to attract an extremely eclectic group of people like it's not uh-huh. it's kind of everyone's dive bar in a weird way um uh-huh. oakley seems like it's more catering to combination of or a lot of the people that go into the oakley look like they could take a hit uh-huh yeah a little rougher not not bonkers rough but like it seems like it might be one of the kind of tougher bars that said you observe no bar fights on your first evening and they close at 3 a.m so if you're staying the whole time that's when you're there until i will stay until 4 a.m okay i want to see what happens after they close yeah so uh and i will definitely have adopted like the look of just someone who fell asleep where they're sitting yeah um at various points because i mean yeah so as yeah. things close up i mean it's kind of a standard like the uh bouncer and the bartenders a couple other people are walking out people who are very clearly very drunk the whole you know you need you don't have to go home but you can't stay here kind of thing and they're honestly one yeah. of the latest open bars <laughs> Yeah. So you uh, you get to deal with some fun stumbling drunk people for a little bit. Um, other than that, it seems pretty uh, tame. You definitely see some people who went in man- many hours before. You assume they are staff or security of some sort leaving between the hours of three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last people out uh, is the bouncer and one of the bartenders, and they lock up on their way out, and everything shuts down. Here's a question. Yeah. Did I see Richard Stanton? actually at all today you did let me double check uh you did not okay yeah so i'm not going to go very far away um i am going to find an alley and i'm going to sleep in the alley because i really don't want to have to go home smelling like this or looking like this and redo my disguise in the morning yeah my assumption is that I will only look better, more disguisey tomorrow. All right. Okay. So welcome to your third day of doing this. Mm-hmm. Or day four of the montage. Um, the overall montage, including your day day. And yeah, so you wake up, make a constitution check. Oh, I rolled a nat 20. All right. You managed to get a restful night of sleep despite sleeping in an alley. Um, and you managed to actually like stay asleep as everything's opening up, because you went to bed at like 4.30 in the morning. Um, huh? So you wake up probably around like 11 a.m., and you, you feel okay. You know, you're a little bit sore, but it's nothing that's going to slow you down. It's just kind of, you know, you go for a walk and things loosen back up. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to buy like whatever's the easiest like street food. Um, A few of these copper that I made. All right. Uh, just like a roll or, you know. Rolling for churro. No churro. Uh, you, you find a place that's selling, like, you know, an empanada-style thing full of vegetables and a very small amount of some protein that is not specified on the sign. I feel like it would have to be, like, lentils or something, you know, like, or like a bean. Ideally, yes. It's a real mixture in there. <laughs> or, bu- or, or you know, insects, some sort of, like, you know. It's more likely to be something like that. I would say okay. rat, but they've unionized, so. Cool. Uh, well, can, yeah, you can get some food. And so if you're going to be staking this place out every day, I'm going to have us roll per day to kind of keep things moving. That sounds perfect. All right. Um, so, yeah. Um, so every day I'm going to panhandle. All right. Somewhere around on the street uh, to be able to, you know, 
keep an eye out. And every day I'm going to be watching for Sané. Yeah. Um, roll a roll a charisma check, a wisdom check, and an intelligence check. Charisma, I rolled a 10, plus 6 is 16. Wisdom, rolled a 4, plus 5 is 9. And then intelligence, I got a nat 1. Okay. You have a tougher day today. You make a whopping 6 copper okay. from okay. panhandling. Uh, and you're having a really hard time keeping track of everything. Like, it's hard to kind of keep mm. your character up, and there's people going up and down the street, and especially once the Oakley starts getting busy. Like, because when the Oakley starts getting busy is when the Warren starts getting busy, and the Warrens is never not busy anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you just, you can't really keep track of who's going in now the Oakley today. Um, you're having a real hard time of it. And you do not see... I know you're looking for Stanton, and you're looking for uh, Sane. Are you keeping an eye out for anyone else? Oh, yeah, Noriko. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you don't see Noriko either today. Um, but you were feeling pretty frazzled. You, it just didn't go well today. Mm-hmm. No, I should have charged you for food if you're going to be spending your hard-earned copper on it. I am. And you're in one of the only situations where keeping track of your money matters. Yes. Um, I did bring, like, um, I want to say probably, like, 30 coppers worth of silver with me. Yeah. When I came, but um, I left all my gold at home. So, yeah, getting uh basically getting a decent street food meal is about um, you know, assuming you're eating a little bit light, is about uh five copper. Okay. So you know, five buck hot dog kind of thing. Um, sure. Yeah. So cool. Uh, deduct that for your half done empanada, and then presumably you have to eat a second time at some point. So basically, it'll cost you a silver a day to sleep on That's the street. Fair. Yeah, and, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. So you go and you have had your day and it didn't go very well. I assume you stay late again. I'm assuming you're kind of operating on like an 11 to 4.30 a.m. schedule. Uh, yeah, I think that that's, that's probably a safe assumption. Um, on day four, I will not go, I will not go find the beer, the beer towels. Okay. So for this last day we just did, or for this? Yes, okay. for the last day. For the day that was not going well, I didn't, it yeah, like, I'm gonna assume that sort of slipped my mind, like, oh, should probably go also do that. Yeah. Just didn't. And remember. I mean, you only have so many hours in the day, and mm-hmm. if you go to the BR Tells and spend the time there, you can't get full coverage on the entire time the Oakley's open. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, uh, next, I assume you sleep in an alley again? Yes. Constitution check. Roll to 14 plus 2 is 16, and then I will panhandle, which I think was the charisma. Yeah, so all your stuff is at minus 1 today because you did not sleep well. Oh, really? Is the... The, con- oh, the contract you know, is checking for it's... sleep quality because you're... Yeah, but I guess, I guess since it's not, um, I guess it's not primary, the... Yeah, the DC is higher. DC is higher. Okay, so charisma, I rolled a 12 plus 6 minus 1 is... 17 that's for the panhandling mm-hmm. and then wisdom is 15 plus 5 minus 1 is 19 and then intelligence is 19 plus 3 minus 1 is 21 and that is a primary attribute all right so first off the, the thing you've been holding your breath for you make 11 copper also known as one silver one copper that wisdom check is really good an in check is also extremely good uh higher low you always ask this, and I never know what the fuck you're talking oh, about. Oh, sorry. Can you so, explain what, it, what you're it's, doing? It's the diversion of a coin flip. Uh, one through three is low. Four through six is high. And so oh, okay. I roll it, but I'm having 
you all decide if you want it to be the high end or the low end before I Okay. Run. Every time that you ask, Sorry. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's one of those about? things that's probably much easier to pick up if you're playing at a table. Um, oh, I'm sure. I'll go high. Okay. All right. Uh, you keep an eagle, eagle eye on everything, and um, I think you spot Stanton. He kind of leaves and goes down the street um, with a couple of his guys, you know, at either shoulder. Um, Did I see him go in? No. And you're sure of that this time. Um, yeah, unless he went in while you were asleep, you didn't see him go in. And his, okay. his leaving is like early evening, you know, five or six. And you um, you do see Noriko, who actually comes in for what you're what you think is probably the opening shift. She gets there about like two. And leaves about ten. I'm assuming you're not following any of these people. You're just no. Clocking. I'm not. I'm not following anyone. Um. And Stanton comes back around eleven p.m. Uh, same two guys with him and heads inside. Okay. When the guys leave and come back, do they look any different? Like, did they get beat up? Did they change clothes? Did they change clothes? Do their clothes look like? rumpled in a way that is more than just like walking around did they you know basically like is there any indication of what they were doing from like the way that they look when they come back or did they just go out for like a long dinner like is there food like did is one of them a messy eater you know (laughs) well that check from earlier i think you noticed that uh stanton is dressed particularly nicely and so are the people with him. Their clothes are not rumpled. Uh, and I think maybe one of them is... One of the security guys is kind of finishing eating something as they go back in. Okay. Um, so if you had to guess, it was probably a dinner thing of some sort. He got a kebab. Kind of, yeah. Or took the last roll or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, you... From the way he's dressed, and I think you actually... You know enough about like high society shit. This isn't quite at that level, but it's the... This is what you wear to someone's dinner party kind of outfit. Oh, okay. On Stanton. The two guys are dressed in essentially the nice but plain formal clothes kind of thing, which especially some Sassen you know are the are also the kinds of things that are really easy to move in. Uh-huh. Like the jackets are cut a certain way and so on that yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I always like I keep I keep thinking of Richard Stanton as like Tony Soprano sort of. And like every like all of the guys around him are like also wearing, you know, suits and shit. See, maybe not Tony Soprano, but yeah, I think I think he gives off that vibe at least sometimes. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, okay, so that was your uh, fourth day of this stakeout, and you did not see anyone matching Sane's description. Uh-huh. But uh, all right, sleeping overnight, con check. Ooh, that's a 19, plus two is 21. Okay, you recovered from your previous night of absolutely shit sleep. Uh, deduct a silver for food, just to get that taken care of. And then are you doing the same thing all day stakeout? I'd like to make an effort to get up like slightly earlier today and go hang out by the beer towels until so like by this time I would have at least gotten an idea of like, you know, when the sort of businessy people are around versus the non-businessy people like the just the, you know, patrons at the Oakley are around and so I'd like to think about what time I see the most the, them the most. Yeah, um, especially from that good in check, you've determined that like the people that go in and out, um, the businessy people tend to be there from like four thirty five to like 
nine or ten, and then okay. it's pretty much just revelers after that. And at either end of that uh, time span, it's kind of a bell curve, right? So, like the businessy people mostly seem to be there for dinner as much as the Oakley does dinner, but that time period. Uh huh. Um. So you can definitely do like you know whatever's left of your morning and most of the afternoon at the Biartels. Um, if you're getting up a little bit earlier, you can roll one day with less sleep without too much issue. Do you want to sleep for like five hours? I think I would want to. Yeah, I think I think I would. I think I would. Yeah, probably like I would want to get to the Biartels by like eleven. Yeah, you can do that. No problem. If, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So from eleven to. How late do you want to stay? Three, four? Yeah, probably three or four. Okay, I'm going to put you at four, because it's not that far to get back. The city's pretty fast to get through. Uh-huh. So you uh, you make it back to the Oakley at 4.30, and you start your stake out again. Um, again, Charisma, Wisdom, Int. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, charisma is 16, plus 6 is 22. Wisdom, rolled a 7, plus 5 is 12. And... Int is 18 plus 3 is 21, and it's prime. Okay, uh, you make 18 copper. Cool, cool. Panhandling game is back. Um, and then, as far as everything else... Okay, um, good news for you today. You see Noriko, it's very exciting. Also, uh, much later in the evening, um, probably around 8, you see someone that you think matches Sane's description, um, and who... Yeah, that was another 21. And yeah, you uh, it's coming there about like 8.39, and just heads in the front door um you you're also i mean it's that same it's that uh you know shoulder length black bob cut wears a hood uh-huh. a lot like someone does a lot of the time uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah um and, and moves like someone who knows how to walk quickly and quietly like i mean you see this with a lot of people in this city because it's kind of the the walking you get when you know how to move through a crowd really quickly without just like shoving people uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, the whole kind of look. This person has that hair, looks like a professional. Um, from the build, you'd guess as an elf. Uh-huh. And yeah, you see them head in. So I see them head in. And they are wearing black with some nice brown accents. It's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As do we all. I'm going to shuffle up to the... I'm going to wait like... I'm going to wait like 10 minutes. And then uh, shuffle over to the bouncer okay. and sort of like shake my, my cup at him and be like, always, always waiting, huh? How nice is this bouncer as a person? <laughs> Great question. So the bouncer, uh, she would be tall. Were she not a gnome? She's very tall for a gnome. Mm-hmm. Very built for a gnome. Oh, I'm hunched over. Okay, so you, you guys are actually probably pretty close to eye level, all things considered. Um, yeah, and like that's how I've been sort of shuffling around. Is like I like hunch over. Yeah, I, yeah. So uh, she just kind of has her arms crossed, looks you up and down, and goes buzz off. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Sparacapa. Nope. Shoo. No. Oh. Oh. And I'll I'll shuffle off. <laughs> um, I will start. Um, like going up to like more like i think this is when my like tactic is going to change a little bit i am going to start like um wandering around every once in a while and like you know shaking the cup at people 
and this is your or, or is this just you're kind of walking up and down the street but you're still keeping an eye on the oakley or? yes i am yes mm-hmm. okay cool um i guess you're trying to kind of blend in a little bit more or i guess you're just trying to get different angles um i'm trying to or yeah what is your goal it, i'm trying to make it be not weird when i am up and walking around okay uh, at the same time as potentially Sane is also in the street. Yeah. So um, you are at this a while, and you're actually kind of running out of people to shake your cup at. You see, but that actually kind of helps. The crowd's been reduced. Um, you see Sane leave around, or the person you think of Sane, leave around uh, 3 a.m., kind of when everything's closing out. Am I closest to her or no? Um, I was kind of imagining, so you've gotten, you were kind of wandering around up and down the street. You're next to that, like, sewing supply store. Mm-hmm. That's just to the right of the Oakley. And when um, Sane comes out, they go down the street the other way from you at a rather fast pace. Okay. So I will not try to do anything at this point then. Okay. Um, All right. So you just watch him go. I just watch him go. Okay. All right. I guess it's the next day then. Mm-hmm. Are you doing the all-day stakeout? I will go to Bjartel's for midday again. Okay. Let me do my con check. Oh, that is a seven total. You, you had one good day. You're, you're back at that minus one. I did have one good day. Um, and then there's the half day at... Uh, at Bjartel's. Yeah, and, and then you spend the back half at um, mm-hmm. Oakley, I assume. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so you, uh, you're going and you're, you're, you're doing your job at the Oakley. Uh, again, that same charisma was int combination. Uh, charisma's 20. Oh, do I get, I get a minus one. Yeah, so I guess it's 19. It's 19. Um, wisdom is 15. And int is 18. Okay, cool. Okay, so you are watching again. And uh, higher or low? Low. Okay. Um, out of the people you're looking for, no sign of Stanton going in and out. No sign of Sane. Or no sign of Noriko. Uh, you see Sane again. Um, I would like to, on this day, have already been like kind of wandering back and forth uh, periodically. Very fair. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so you see Sane go in. Goes in a lot earlier this time. It's more like five. And then you, you spend your, your evening wandering, your legs are getting pretty tired, and uh, it gets to 4 a.m., and you have not seen Sane leave as they lock up for the night. Okay. Cool. I have a question. Sure. Have I seen, like, protective runes or anything? Hmm. On the doors? Yeah. Uh, that sounds a lot like a uh, traps check to me, so... You, uh, sure. Do you want to go there like after it's locked up? Because you don't exactly need the bouncer to check it for traps. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. You're feeling pretty beat, but you shuffle on up and you take a look. Uh, roll intelligence. <laughs> I rolled a six plus three minus one is eight. So I'm like, ah, probably not. Pretty sure the door's locked. Yeah. Has a handle. Door seems locked. Has a keyhole. That's as far as you get, yeah. Um, you, you do know from being inside the Oakley and your grandparents being who they are. Basically, the more expensive the uh, the job, the easier it is to hide really nasty stuff. Like how your uh, grandfather's study door lock um, doesn't really have a way to just easily break the enchantment or short-circuit it. 
Uh-huh. So it's entirely possible. Like there is a trap on here and it's hidden and you know that much, but you can't determine whether you like, you know, that is a thing, but it's hard to tell. Is that what's happening? Is there just no trap? Is security done some other way? Like, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. nothing you can figure out from the side of the door at the least. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Okay. I will sleep in the alley again. All right. Constitution check. Still at a minus one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I rolled a four plus two minus one is five. All right. Um, yeah, with the roll that low, you're starting to have a harder time with this. You're going to be at minus two today. Okay. And then all day Oakley, half day Bart, BR tells, and then the Oakley. Um. Oh, and deduct a silver, for both two silver, so both yesterday and today for food. And how much money did I make yesterday? Oh, right. You made 17 copper. So you're operating at a very slight profit. I know. Also, you okay. are getting dank at this point. Uh-huh. Um, I know. Been expecting that. You may be getting to the point where I start making you have contracts to not pick something up. <laughs> okay. It's not good for your skin to be in the same clothing this long without cleaning. <laughs> sure. At least clothing covered in literally animal droppings and rotting food. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, oh, no. I know. Yeah. So, but all right. Being unhoused is a really bad situation. It's super shit. I'm... I'm not pro it. <laughs> I'm gonna say, dear listeners, I am being forgiving for how hard this is on somebody. <laughs> uh huh. It sucks. And I am not attempting. I'm not trying to make light of uh, unhoused populations. Please believe. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be realistic about the way that people treat unhoused people. <laughs> I do think you've had a few people ask you why the fuck you haven't gone down to the barracks, but they're uh well-meaning strangers who, if you tell them to fuck off, leave right away. And because of what you're doing, I assume we told them to fuck off. <laughs> I'm g- if, if anyone talks to me, I'll just be like, now you go down to the barracks. All right. No, you. No, you go down to the barracks. No, you go down to the barracks. Okay. Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. I'll leave you alone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, all day Oakley or doing the beer tells in the morning? Um... I will go to the bar, the BR tells in the morning. Okay, give me two, give me two int checks to cover both the BR tells yesterday and the BR tells today. So the first one's at minus one, the second one's at minus two. The first one is a sixteen, and the second one is a nineteen. Or sorry, the second one is an eighteen. Okay, cool. All right, and then the second half day is at the uh, Oakley. Yes, were those int checks for me? being unobtrusive or or your, your disguise is doing the heavy lifting for that this was for a uh, spotting your query quarry query. well but i mean like if my query is my quarry is there your quarry does not live there is the thing no totally but like you know isn't it up to my quarry somewhat yes um okay it's more like if your quarry is just passing through or whatever or if okay. you time it okay. wrong and they come later in the day like Okay. Just a general. Okay. That makes sense. If I need to figure out if you saw something or not, then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I get it. Um, um, just making sure that I understand what it is that I'm yeah. doing. Because I, I was like, but. Yeah, it should be pretty obvious if your is there. It's but... pretty fucking obvious. <laughs> so, I think that will also cover because of your end goal after finding your quarry. Oh, okay. Uh, doing okay. the successful part of that. Um, oh, okay. But okay. So, and now you're back at the Oakley. Yes, I am back at the Oakley. 
and uh, standard wandering around. Standard charisma was in. Standard charisma was in. Uh oh, Jesus. Um, okay, charisma is a six. Damn. Wisdom is thirteen, and int is eight. <laughs> you. I'm having such a bad day. Oh my god, I'm having such a bad day. Oh, you get six copper. <laughs> okay. Because you're also deduct a silver for food today. Um, I did already. Cool. You told me to do that first. Right. Yesterday and today together. Yes, that makes sense. Sorry, I thought that was previously. Um, yeah, uh, you do not spot. With a roll like that, I don't think you spot anybody. I think I might have actually legit like fallen asleep yeah, at various I, points. I, like I think I'm micro sleeping, and I'm vaguely aware of the fact that I am micro sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you. Uh, yeah, you keep blinking and losing time. Essentially, like you know, you stop to take a break and just panhandle and sit, and then like you get this weird feeling that it's like half an hour later, and yeah, stuff like that. You're 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 really in and out at this point. You you're pretty sleep deprived and. Honestly, probably kind of hungry, and in a poncho cloak thing that is getting disturbingly stiff, and like, uh-huh. yeah, it's a, uh, it's been bad for you, and yeah, you don't spot anybody. Um, okay. But it's entirely possible it's because you were just out of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, what's your plan? Um, you, you've also been doing have- this for a week now. Yes, I have literally been doing this for a week. I'm going home actually tonight. Um, going to go home, and I'm going to. <laughs> Do you change before you go home? Uh, yes, yes, I am going to change before I go home. I think probably, I think probably like Mendoza kind of showed me like places that I can, you know, keep keep things oh yeah i mean you live in a city that's on top of a maze of maintenance tunnels that are pretty easy to get into like yeah I think so I'm, down there you've seen other people's go bag stashes yeah <laughs> like, so like i i would have like go bag stashed my normal clothes and probably some sort of like uh not like wet wipes because that's not a thing yeah, but, but like, like you, know, uh, you know something to at least like water skin you know, some rags and yeah yeah yeah, um, um, I think maybe you haven't had that many days. I, I think you you don't have one stashed in the Warrens yet, but um, on your way back, you can essentially like you know if you basically go through the spires and drop down at a certain point there into the maintenance levels, um, you have one stashed in this little side tunnel corner that dead ends, okay. and no one was there, so you're able to get cleaned up and not have a person or a rust monster stumble upon you and be scandalized, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you make it home. Uh, I will make it home. I will go clean up, actual clean up, um, you know, sponge bath first, then bath bath, and then sleep. Oh, sweet sleep. Uh, while you're in the bath, there's a knock on your bathroom door. Um, I'll be like, um, yeah, yeah? Ericene, sweetie, are you there? Oh, I am! Hi, Mom! Oh, thank God you recognize the voice. Uh, <laughs> I say it's the GM. <laughs> Who's bad at voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I come in? Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, just in the bath. I mean, I saw you naked the day you were born, but yeah. Um. Well, I'm just giving you a heads up, Mom. That's fair. Thank you. Uh, she opens the door and comes in and uh, make a 
make a wisdom check, but you're getting bonuses because this is your mother. Un unspecified. The difficulty is lower than it would be otherwise. Um, I rolled a 10 plus 5 minus 2 is 13. Hmm. All right, it's your mom. How are you? I haven't seen you. I've been out. Where were you? <laughs> You've literally all been looking for you for two days. <laughs> oh, well, oh, I'm sorry. I was looking for you, Jasper, <laughs> and Tilly were looking for you. Uh, your your grandparents were uh, wonderful as always. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I no 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 no. Not that you got in trouble I... with them. They just were not. No no helpful. like I went. I no mom like I think I took some bad drugs. <laughs> it was. I mean, like, I was just, like, early out of it. I was, like, partying with these people that I hadn't, like, ever partied with before. And, like, we all caught, like, I think that the drugs were just generally, like, really bad. And so, like, we were all, like, really out of it. And for a week, what were you taking? I don't know. They called it, like, Phil, 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 Philomar, Philomar. Roll a charisma check to lie to your mother about drugs. Philomar. I'm also like, do I remember? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but still, charisma check. Sure. Um, that's a six plus six minus two is ten. Sweetie, I've heard of a lot of drugs and I've never heard of Philomar. Are you sure that's what it was? I don't know, Mom. It was bad. Okay. It was really bad. Haven't you ever just had like a really bad week? <laughs> yeah, a lot of them, actually. You like fucked up and you hang out with people you shouldn't have hung out with. And like, you know, everything just feels bad. And, you know, I just... The bath is helping. Okay. But... Uh I'm just, it was bad. It was just bad. I don't know, maybe, the, maybe it was called something else. I don't know. All right. Somebody just kept chanting that. Like, you know how you <laughs> chant, like, the name. Just like, Philomar, Philomar. Like, just, like, this guy just kept chanting it, and maybe that wasn't, maybe that was somebody's name. I don't know. All right. I don't know, Mom. Uh, make it's it, really bad. Make a wisdom check. Sure. Uh, 17 plus 5 minus 2 is 20. Dirty 20. Okay. So, uh, your mom kind of gives up on this line of questioning, just gives you a hug. Like, you're in the bath, so it's more of a mm -hmm. rest on chest sort of thing, but holds you for a bit. But you saw her expression. You don't think she bought that explanation. Um, I'm gonna start crying also. Okay. She continues to take care of you and hug you and all that. Um, that is basically the end of that scene. Uh, unless there's something sure. you want to ask her specifically or whatever. But So she, she um, just helps uh, take care of you and helps you get to bed. The one thing I'm going to ask is, like, how many... Who all was looking for me? I want to go say sorry. Well, it was me a little bit. Um, I wasn't positive where to look, unfortunately. Uh, and then... Jaspar got worried first, he came over, Tilia helped, and then they said they got some people, extra people, but I didn't get a chance to meet them, so. 
sorry, that's me. That's Aaron laughing. Oh, shit. You were gone for a week without telling anybody. <laughs> that's hilarious. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this. I cannot wait for this to come up. <laughs> yeah. It didn't even occur to me. <laughs> I know it didn't. It was real fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you have a lot of good friends. I know. I'm gonna not hang out with those people. Those weird people anymore. I'd recommend that, yes. Get your drugs from someone you know. That's my general advice. Realize that's not great mom advice. It's what I've got. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Jasper, Tilia, question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, you know Jasper and Tilia. They probably... They probably knew what I was up to. And they probably tacitly deleted everyone who wasn't of your class and station. Your mom doesn't care nearly as much as your grandparents would, but yeah, it's much easier to just go like, we got some friends to help rather than here's this person mm-hmm. you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I guess in that case, before I go to bed, um, I'm going to rat. Um, <laughs> I'm going to rat to, Jasper and Tilia, I'm going to rat them and say, I was working, you losers. <laughs> okay. And I guess that's the only people you know to rat for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I will say to I'll 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 say, I was working, you losers. Um and then I'll ask, like, who else did you tell? <laughs> See what See what they come back with in the morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you can say you don't get a wrap back before you go to sleep. Honestly, your workflow for this might actually be giving it to, uh, you know, Matilda or whoever is like the night shift uh-huh. servant, and then they go find a rat because rats are not allowed in the Mayfin Estate <laughs> directly. Sure, that's fair. Um, or the fact that we like live basically like within like three houses of each other. Um, I think probably like uh, we. Um, like notes get passed between like the servants, uh, between the houses, like all the time. I can't like that makes yeah. It's they just run it down the street kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. By the way, let's see. Mm -hmm. Do I have any correspondence of my own? Um. Oh, this would be the perfect time for us to be like, uh, Ericene took care of a bunch of shit that uh built up uh while she was out. And then we can cover that with uh, the rest of the montage. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so you. Because since we don't know what I would need to deal with, it would probably be best. I'd say, do you do this in the morning? Or are you. Yeah. I mean, I ratted oh. them before the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. But for catching up on everything else. Before I went else. to bed. And then uh, I'll catch up on everything else uh, in the morning. Okay. Uh, let's see. Your night person's name is you. Y-E-U. You. Okay. Yep. And what, uh, what ancestry are they? Um, you is a chubby little kobold. Oh, okay. I say chubby just because I think that is extremely cute. Kobolds are also depicted as usually being very thin. Um, yeah, you is actually pretty young. Has a, uh, monocle, which you know is there, not for appearances, but because, um, uses he, him pronouns, is kind of a deep red color. And the monocle is for the fact that uh, one of his eyes is um, 
extremely nearsighted. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you, the chubby kobold. It was cute. I already like him a lot. Um, uh-huh. uh, I'll just leave the correspondence on your vanity, miss. You gotta. Oh, thank you so much. Anytime. As always, ring the bell if you need anything. Am I back up to only negative one on checks, or am I all the way up to normal uh, on checks? Roll another constitution check, actually. Roll a nine plus two, and that's, I'm guessing, is that still minus two? No, this would just be flat. Okay, so that's an 11. Okay, yeah, you're you're only back up to minus one. Okay. You slept well, but not that well. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, I'll go... Um, yeah, I'll read through my correspondence. Okay. Correspondence happens. See the other episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I think I'm actually going to take today off from doing all of this because I, I, whatever I need to do today, I want to, um, make sure that I just want to make sure that I'm not like blowing up my personal life. I have bad news for you about disappearing for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm sure that it's not a good situation. Yeah. Um, so. So whatever. Whatever you need to do or. Whatever I need to do. Yeah. Whoever I need to talk to on day nine of this montage, I would like to do that. Uh, so can we cut to day 10 then? Yeah. Um, just to briefly summarize, imagine on day nine, like you go to the Nipper and check your stuff there and. All that as well. Yes. Yeah. You, you you are still out and about. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna doing personal yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm gonna take it as easy as I can, like physically. Yeah. It's a it's a day where you walk to run a few errands, but they're all yeah. nice, pleasant things. Yeah. Next day, day ten of our overall montage. Day nine of this episode's particular time tracking uh-huh. and you are back up to no constitution penalty okay great i'm going to don my like uh normal i'm not myself disguise and i'm going to be as careful about it as possible um i want to take like as much time as i can to to do this one and this is the same one you were using for the brtls and all that yeah, this would be like a normal Bartels one. Yeah, I think. Okay, because um, I kind of figured that's an identity you've established decently well in terms of look. Yeah, um, you were just using it for the Bartels thing as well, because I think you said it was kind of your yes. standard. I'm not myself. All right. Um, yeah, I'll give that disguise a plus one for today because you took the time. And like, even if it takes me like, um, you know, an hour to get it looking like really like not me, um. Yeah. Uh, where do you, and this is different from your, I'm going to go work now, you know, go somewhere yes, and like, put your Yes, this is different than my it's, like, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, I imagine you essentially have kind of a, not a safe house, but like a safe room near you so you can do all this makeup stuff without people walking in and, or uh-huh. having to go out through your house. Uh, where is that and what is it like? I think it would have to be like in the rise somewhere and it's it's basically like I'm thinking about like how that would how how it would work for me to cuz I haven't had to pay for it yet. Lots of free rooms in the maintenance tunnels. Yeah, I think it would have to be like in the in like in the maintenance tunnels um 
And I would have found like some kind of, you know, mirror, definitely yeah. a mirror. And I keep, you know, a jug, like a couple of jugs of water in there just to make sure that like I have sort of the, the stuff available to me. Yeah. And I think that that must be like probably also like where I keep, um, where I keep like my usual like go bag, like all of my normal tools are are there and stuff so yeah okay um yeah you have some you know room and some out of the way part of the maintenance tunnels i think you may have even found a room that doesn't have anything that needs to be maintained in it um or Mm -hmm. at least very rarely it's like there's pipes that run through here but there's no obvious maintenance joints or anything like that Uh and just like put a lock on the door (laughs) Uh yeah cool yeah so you got your little safe room you're all set up you got your gear um and yeah, you're ready to go. So you are your standard, not yourself, disguise. And where are you going? What are you doing? I want to actually try to find the tree, the the Alpita tree. Okay, you're going to find the Alpita tree. So you are in the spires, and you're in the spires during the day. Um, the spires is a neighborhood that's had the longest time to settle in, although granted now that you're operating on the scale of hundreds of years since the launch, it hasn't been as big a deal. Um but like the spires is nice but and it's like it's kind of the most chill neighborhood (laughs) that Uh makes sense you know kids are going to school people are working walking about having a nice time um the spires is also uh has a glowing fungus on the roof of it that looks real pretty depending on the time of day and supplements the uh lighting and they have a lot of lights compared to some neighborhoods too um the spires is old enough that it was built back when uh all of the like you know lantern outside your door lights were also wired into the main conduits Mm, so they tend uh to be brighter than the standalone enchantment lights and so you know if you if you didn't look at it too closely you could kind of think it was daytime in here almost not quite out in the sun, but pretty close. And also because of the really high vertical ceiling, it feels a lot more spacious than, say, the Warrens, <laughs> which is two stories and then hard ceiling. Uh, but yeah, so you go back to where you saw that tree. I'm not going to hear all for that. There's only so many spires, too. You find it eventually, uh, even if you rolled poorly. And are you going up the ramp or? Yeah, I want to find the tree. I want to go to the tree. Okay. I want to. Yeah. I want to find the tree. I want to inspect the tree. Okay. Um, because here's the thing. I heard from Elpita that she got down the tree somehow. And while she is a light, tiny girl now, she's eight. And she will at some point grow enough that it won't be safe for her to necessarily like... Yeah. Be, be climbing out a window and like climbing onto whatever rickety branch. And so I want to understand what kind of skills I need to teach her or put into her path so that she can get safe in the way that she does that. And or possibly find a way to like attach handholds or something to the tree and like an unobtrusive or like, you know, in a in like a subtle way yeah um okay so you are walking up and you're trained you you kind of know to walk by a place first rather than you know stop and stare um Uh so going up you actually have to kind of go further up the ramp to see where the tree is so alpita's house like the ramp runs in front of it and then there's no houses on the other side it's an open view out from there 
Um, but Elpida's house is actually set pretty far out, relatively speaking, from the actual, like, you know, stalactite, stalagmite fused column that it's attached to. And so mm. there's a pretty sizable, especially for in here, a uh, backyard courtyard kind of thing. The, the tree is the uh -huh. centerpiece by far. Then um, there's kind of a cobbled uh -huh. path that's like better part of 10 feet wide around it um, that then goes off kind of to the corners. And then there's like a cobbled path at the edge. It's all fenced in with a wrought iron sort of thing. Um, there is no direct access to it. Or yes, there is. There has to be. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a side path to get there from a little bit, or rather, you can, yeah, you can squeeze around the side of the house to get to it, um, cause the house has a little okay. bit of space between it and the edge of the platform it's on, and that's also fenced in. Um, so you basically have to, you know, okay. go through the side yard, and then you can go and get in there. Um, the tree itself, from what you can see, this is a, this is a weird garden in some ways, cause, uh -huh. So you live in Gemlet, which is also one of the only places that has naturally growing trees that aren't super magically assisted. The, the light going down through several feet of quartz to, you know, or other crystal uh -huh. to get through to the Gemwood reduces its UV radiation pretty severely, but like there's still sunlight and then the kind of uh -huh. standard magical stuff is done to extra support that growth. Um, because y'all can afford basically druids as gardeners. Uh -huh. uh, this is different. This tree is, and this whole garden is actually suffused with these floating, um, glowing blue lights. Kind of like, uh -huh. Ian has never seen a firefly. Uh, you know, two to three sizes, the time, the size of that. And it's not an insect. As far as you can tell, it's some ambient oh, magical okay. thing that kind of floats around. Like it's not just around the tree and it casts everything in kind of a blue glow. So the tree actually has this kind of deep gray with blue highlights appearance. Uh, it doesn't have any okay. leaves on it still, um, uh -huh. but it's pretty big. Is there a sign that it is alive? I think you'd have to get closer. There's no obvious sign from all the way over here. Um. So can I sneak along the fence to get closer to the tree but yeah you have to pass in front of the house to get there a little bit um well yeah i mean yeah yeah so you'll fine. be you'll just you'll be going by some windows um but luckily you're an assassin so make a hide check for me hide is dex roll to three plus four seven and that's a prime attribute <laughs> maybe a prime attribute that's a garbage roll <laughs> hey these things happen uh, what time of day are you there? I think that this would probably be like uh, mid-morning. Okay, like 10, 11. Yeah, like a, probably 11. Fun. Is this like the next Friday? Yeah, good guess. It is Friday. I'm counting right. Okay. Yeah, um, which is lucky for you to some extent. All right, cool. Um, so you are sneaking around the side of the house. Okay, so you um, uh, you walk past some windows before you hear someone moving around inside, and you get a glance, but you see someone like moving in the next room. Basically, if they'd been looking your direction, you would have they would have seen you, but you you managed to get lucky on the timing, basically, as you because there's a few windows on the side of the house. Um, uh huh. But yeah, you head through, and you're at the back. Basically, if you go out near the tree itself, it's centered in that courtyard, and there's a large set of double doors to the back that are currently fully open and propped open. Um, so it's very possible someone could see you. Can I listen? You can. I want to listen. Yeah, uh, roll a listen check. 
I rolled a 10, plus 5 for my normal wisdom, plus 2 for listening, because I'm fancy. Uh, so that's a 17. Right. Okay. And the 5 is your level plus your mod. Yeah, okay. And then the yes. plus 2 is from being a half-elf. Yes. Dope. Um, oh, yeah, you can hear someone moving around in there. Um, they're actually singing quietly to themselves, and you can't quite make up the words, but whoever it is has a good voice. Um but you can't determine exactly where they are in the house. Like, you know they're inside, and it doesn't sound like they're next to the door, but, you know, even if they were back along, assuming it's a big central hallway, if they were back toward the front door, you're not sure you could even place that. You just know they're not, like, standing at the threshold looking out, but that's as far as you got. Uh-huh. So, yeah, what do you do? I'm going to... Oh, um, while I was listening, um, so, like, can I see, like, how the tree would be accessible from the house, from where I am? Yeah, um, that's pretty easy to figure out. So you're looking, and this tree is big, and there is a um, particularly large kind of extended branch that actually reaches over. This is a two-story house, um, and it reaches over and kind of the it's like a pretty big thick branch and it makes like a little fork that if you lean out you can see that hits um where like the very end of the branch kind of the spindly part is right above the roof kind of on the corner you're at actually okay um and from where i am can i see like the like is this tree like does it still have bark that's growing on it does it still have like or like is it, like, the kind of dead tree that, like, the bark is gone now? Um, you don't know a ton about trees, so make an intelligence check for me. I know more about trees than most people. Normal people in this city. But I rolled a four plus three is seven. You don't know. Um, it does still have its bark for what it's worth. It's not a petrified, like, you know, totally sheared off smooth tree. That's kind of what I was thinking but of. You, you can't tell like, if it's, you know a tree where like if you touch it wrong bark just falls off it like uh-huh. um, yeah so it's not at the point where the bark's falling off um or anything like that that you can tell or yeah it's not fully petrified or anything but beyond that you can't tell if it's like alive or not um okay um it doesn't look obviously unhealthy but but it also doesn't have any leaves correct what color is the wood um it is kind of a upon closer inspection it is a very deep like brown gray kind of thing in the light it almost looks black um when it's just the blue lights okay is it like the sick it would i be able to find a stone that would like match it roughly um there are not loose stones around here but theoretically yeah no no no. i'm not i'm not like trying to find stone that matches it around here my question is is it a color that I could find stone to match it. Yeah, you think you could get a stone that matches kind of the average color. Okay. Great, 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 great. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna go to that tea cafe. Okay. Uh, by the Oakley. Make a second high check to leave without being seen. Uh-huh. Mm, that's better. That's a 12 plus 4 is 16. Okay. And that's a prime attribute for you. Uh all right you you know where the windows are this time so you just you know kind of do a a bear crawl past them and or bear walk or whatever it is 
yeah, and uh, get on out of there. Without anybody being the wiser. Also, I should state because because of your station, this is a nice house. Uh -huh. It's about as nice as it gets in the spires. Okay. Um, so, pretty much as nice in a lot of ways as the houses in your neighborhood, but no one there would ever admit it. No one in the gem one. Uh, but yeah, so you make your way back down to the Warrens and to the tea cafe, which I'm going to say you get there and kind of get situated about 1 p.m. Cool. Uh, oh my god, I just thought of something else, but I don't think that it can possibly be true. Okay. The Dr. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, what's her Elizabeth face? That's Elizabeth Baker. Is she married to Photios's ex? You don't know. I think know. you only have the name of Fodios's ex, and not who she got married to. Okay. That was just a connection that I made. <laughs> and Baker wasn't wearing a ring that said Fodios's ex on it or anything. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you, uh, you don't know. I like the idea that Arison okay. has this thought, though. Just kind of <laughs> stares in his face for a second going, whoa. Before <laughs> realizing she can't verify that. You do have someone you could ask. Well, you have many people you could ask, um, but... I could ask Photios. I could ask Elizabeth Baker. And, and you know some. I could ask my mother. Yeah, I was say, you know, at least one second step person who would be a little easier to ask without it being super fucking weird. <laughs> I think my mother would be like, what? <laughs> why are you. What a weird question, Eris. Why do you care about who Elizabeth Baker's married to? Why do you care about who Elizabeth Baker married to? Yeah. Weird. Um, okay. Elizabeth Baker's all well-known enough, it'd probably be semi-easy to find out, but yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. I'm surprised that I don't already know, actually, so, now that I think about it. As mentioned, I think when you met her, um, Baker's someone who's nominally in your orbit, but uh -huh. your family tends to deal with the political side of things, and she's the day-to-day -day practical. practical administration yeah. side of things. Um, I go to the tea cafe. Yes. And I go and I, I do the like, parking, on that upper balcony. Nice. Okay. So yeah. Um. In this case, you're at a tea cafe, so you're you're reduced to just making an intelligence check because you are in a space where you can have your own. There's mm -hmm. not enough going on near you, and you're not having to actively act anymore. Mm -hmm. Out of curiosity, how are you covering for the fact that you're at a tea cafe for like a zillion hours? Do you have a screenplay? That you're editing in front of you. I have taken. I think I just took a book. Okay. Yes, you're you're at a cafe. You are reading a book. Um, you know, I assume you're reading. You, if you have elvish literature, it's probably all like fucking Tolstoy. You could, elves live forever, so I imagine they write thousand page works without blinking. Because of course, you have uh -huh. time to read it. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, like you know, you're gonna. It, it, it's it's like a many volume novel. Yeah. Cool. Um, make an intelligence check for keeping an eye on everything. Um, 16 plus 3 is 19. Yeah, you keep an eye. And I think what happens is uh, you see two people that day out of the three that you kind of keep an eye out for. You don't see Noriko. Um, Stanton comes out onto that balcony seating area and sits for a while alone. In his throne? No, or... no, no. His throne's inside. This is just, he's at one of the tables. Um. And oh, there's okay. other people there. Like, th this balcony seating is for everyone. Um, this is the exterior balcony. Uh, so, yeah, he's just out there drinking something, looking at some papers. 
rolling super great on certain things. As I keep an eye on him, is he has he noticed me? I feel like I could tell if people notice me. Not that you can tell. He seems pretty absorbed in whatever he's doing. Okay. Um, And actually, so he's out there. It's later in the afternoon. It's like three, four, and uh, you spot Sane on the street going in, and then quickly see her going out onto the balcony and sitting down next to Stanton. Or rather, standing next to Stanton, and then he gestures at a seat, and she sits down. They start talking. Where is Mendoza's shop relative to where we are? Uh, several neighborhoods away. Several neighborhoods away? Okay. See, I think Mendoza's shop is... Their shop is out um, in a really kind of disused corner of the spires. Like, it's almost in another neighborhood. It's kind of a weird little cul-de-sac or like hallway shop that's technically in the spires, but it's also like in a back hallway that not that many people go by. And yeah, um, so pretty far away from here. It's basically on the opposite side of the spires of where the Warrens comes out. Okay, um, I'm going to go see Mendoza right now. Okay, was the distance because you're concerned about time? Yeah, a little bit, but um, it uh. Basically, I feel like I've seen them in proximity to each other enough that, or like, I've seen Sane come in to the Oakley enough times now. I feel like I want to go into the Oakley and I want to be ready when I go into the Oakley. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you kick back the last of your tea and you head on over to Mendoza. That'll take you about uh, 30 minutes. Because you're also pretty deep into the Warrens itself. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you uh, at a quick pace, you take your 30 minutes and you make it to Mendoza. Um, their shop is seemingly getting set up or going out of business. No one can ever tell. Uh-huh. Uh, and you open the door and head on in and Mendoza is there behind the counter doing what they do. Uh, um, I'm like, so I've been... Um, like, scoping out, uh, the Oakley waiting for Sane to show, and I'm pretty sure I've seen Sane, um, and I think it might be a good time to, like, get that poison so that I'm, like, ready. Okay. Should I encounter them? Okay, just be careful with it. Do you want it applied uh, to the plate here? My question is, out of character, yeah. can I have some sort of thing to apply it that is more like a, like a, like a pin, you know, like more of like a needle, like, you know, to like, you know, oh. basically like, as long as I pierce the skin, this will, my understanding is that it should work. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, so you're asking for not even a stiletto, just kind of a, a needle, basically. Something you can very subtly hold in your hand and stab. Uh-huh. Exactly. Is this the kind of weapon you would want to leave in the target? Or would you take it out and run away? No, I would be taking it out and running okay. away. Uh, Mendoza, you, you make this request, basically. And Mendoza says, yes, that can be arranged. Um, and they gesture you into the one of the back rooms of the shop. So this is Mendoza's like main, they do a lot of their work out at the counter basically. And this is kind of where uh-huh. all the hardcore stuff lives. Um, if you'd ever seen Vons's lab, it would look a lot like this. Uh-huh. 
um, except Bonza's lab strikes me as one of those setups that's held together with more than a little string and duct tape. And mm-hmm. this, this yes. is all mm-hmm. immaculately maintained. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go and they, they open one cabinet and it is kind of one of those like slightly taller than a person kind of tool cabinet setups. And you've seen this cabinet once or twice. So when they open it, it's not a huge surprise. It is every weapon that is good for use with poisons that you can think of. Like, it's missing hammers. Because why? But everything else is... Yeah, Mm -hmm. you even got your little poison uh, vial rings. Although, that is not what they select for you. Um, My thought is, like, basically an all exactly but like that was what you were gonna get but like a needle yeah you get (laughs) instead of you get an extremely thin you know pointed at the tip uh weapon that's about you know six inches long total including the wrapped handle like Uh it's got three inches of you know blade blade Uh Um, and it's actually stored in almost a vial in terms of kind of its shape and length and it's padded on the inside um, so it can yeah, be carried on a belt. That's kind of what I was held very tightly. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. they can do that for you. Um, so they go and they uh, select a different, very small vial, almost like an ampule kind of thing, off one of the shelves and uh, get out a. You would guess it's iron uh, plate thing, uh-huh. and go to the uh, workbench and very carefully. Um, this dosing is so small you can't wear gloves while you're doing it because it's too precise. Um, huh. And you see them very carefully kind of lay the weapon out and like drip this poison at several points along the blade and kind of roll it and then slide it into the sheath. I'm guessing there's probably also like, you know. Oh, and it, uh, it makes um, the iron like sizzle an engraving, a little bit. Like an engraving like along the side of, le- you know, as like a like a very slight reservoir. Yeah, a little bit. Um, down the side. Also, from the way this was applied, it's kind of like sword oil. It it has some stick to it. Um, okay. But yeah, it's a uh, it's well secured. This stuff is toxic enough that you don't need to give someone the whole dose. Basically, uh-huh. like it'd be good if you got the blade all the way in, but uh-huh. even pricking them with it is dangerous. Which is why Mendoza was like, maybe you should only take this after you know exactly when you're going to do it, and are very careful. Um, um, and I'll be like, and this is good for how long? Because, like, I mean, they're there right now. Uh, uh, 24 hours. So it, 24 hours. After which okay. it will lose effectiveness. It will still do some damage on the next day. And then after that, it is useless. Okay. I, I would recommend using it in 24 hours. I'm going to try. Okay. Well, all right. Do you be careful. Thank you. And good okay, luck. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. And you jet on out. Uh-huh. And you make your way back to the Oakley and the tea shop, I assume? Uh, no, um, I'm going to... All that area. Um, I'm actually going to go um, into the Oakley. All right. Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to... If, can I see from the street uh, if Sonne and uh, Richard no, Stanton are a, still on the balcony? No, it's a pretty deep balcony and they're sitting too far back. It's like a um, mini plaza kind of thing. And there's no angle from the street that'll okay. let you see all the way I'm to the back. To I'm going to go into the Oakley and just, um, I'm going to get a drink that I will nurse ever so slowly. And, um, I want to get a, I want to get a seat like close to the door 
The door out to the balcony or the exit? The exit, the, the, the exit of the okay. building. Yeah, that's easy. Um, and I want to, like, just kind of, like, continue pretending to read and, like, scope out, uh, scope out what's going on inside. Okay. Um, roll an intelligence check and a charisma check, both of which will read the room in different ways. You could also theoretically roll wisdom if you want to. Critfish, basically. I got... Oh, my charisma is a 19 plus 6 is 25. Damn. Intelligence is 16 plus 3, and that's a prime. It's 19 on a prime. I just don't feel like I really need to do a... That's fair. A wisdom in addition to that. Yeah, so... I feel like I'm very, like, on today. Yeah. So you're here... Like, I'm in the zone. Yeah, so you're here at, like, 5 p.m. at this point. Um, the charisma, you read the room really well. You can tell that, you can tell that there are two stairs up to the, um, or this is kind of your in-in charisma combined. So you can tell there's two stairways up to the second floor. One of which is the one you took up. It's at the back, like the back right from when you walk in the door, um, that you know goes up to, uh, Stanton's little throne room. Uh-huh. So not a throne. Cough, cough. Uh, and then, and that one's guarded by a couple of security guys and uh-huh. there's actually like a nominal curtain kind of setup and then there's the other one which is so when you walk in the bar runs along the wall to your right and then most of the seating is to your left so you're sitting to the left kind of facing the exit at an angle and i imagine you kind of got toward the front wall so you can sit at an angle and see most of the room so yes off on that left wall is where the um stairs the other stairs to the second level come down and do you notice there's okay. a lot more people going up and down those stairs than going up and down the yeah, curtain stairs? Um, uh-huh. And that, that yeah, and that uh, because of where it's placed too, people tend to give the curtain stairs a not a wide berth, but wide enough. Like the area in front of it's pretty much always empty. Um, uh huh. And like there's a doorway beyond it, but it stays closed. Like if you are facing the stairs and look to the right where that wall is, there's a doorway there. Um, uh huh. But no one goes through it in either direction. While you are looking, and you, uh, and as far as reading the room, charisma wise, you don't recognize anybody. Um, but, okay. like, this is kind of the mixed evening crowd a little bit. You have a few people in okay. nice suits. You, you see one of them go up to that second level, but come back very quickly. Um, uh, the curtained second level, and then come back very quickly. And I think you can actually see, you can see Stanton's uh, not thrown from here. It doesn't really look out over the floor, but you're sitting close enough to the door that, like, it, it hits the angle um, okay. to look. And kind of see the top of it. And as far as you can tell, Stanton isn't actually up there. And I think you you saw this guy kind of go up there, pause, look a little disappointed, go back down and leave. Um, but yeah, this seems to be just kind of groups of people hanging out. A lot of, a lot of toughs. You see a few kind of give you the eye as you walk in, but I think the most you get is kind of a grunt of acknowledgement and nod from like whoever's next to you, and they'll leave you alone. Okay. Um, you, you read like someone who knows what they're doing, and so it's not a uh-huh. did a college student just wander in here, <laughs> or you know is this person a threat? You, you read like another person who probably works for somebody else who's here because this is kind of the place to be. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so you sit and you wait. And because you jet set pretty quickly, yeah, it's like an hour later. So you took about an hour away 
or like an hour and 20 by the time you got your, your poison. And so about 45 minutes later, uh, you say, see Sanae coming down the stairs from the um, outside. I'm uh, going to take my drink. I think that by this time, my drink would be like maybe half full. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take my drink and I've slipped my book under my arm that I'm holding my drink with my left hand, just my off hand. And I'm going to take my drink and, oh, uh, what is Sané wearing? This is very important. Um, black leather boots. Seems like, you know, kind of standard close fitted pants. Um, also black. Are they leather? Do they seem linen? Uh, like, the, you know, the normal the pa- the pants kind seem of like a thick cotton. Like a thick cotton. And then okay. the, uh, like a close fitted, um, leather armor that is designed, it's designed to move. Um, this is probably, and from the looks of it, you've seen stuff like this before. Um, it very subtly, the front of it is a front panel and there's probably studs underneath it to give extra protection. Um, and okay. then a, a cloak that's kind of a deep green and, uh, the shirt is that same black color as the pants and okay. um, has her hood up as she's walking through here. And it's a pretty deep hood, but you've seen her whole get up before. So, so as soon as I see her on the stairs, mm-hmm. I'm going to like get up my drink and book under one arm. And I'm going to like, uh, and probably I have to do like some sort of sleight of hand check or something to do this, but um, I want to draw the I want to draw my like needle. Yeah, so you're you're getting close. Yeah, and I want to like hide yeah. the needle basically. Yeah, so you have your you said you have like your drink in one hand, your needle out of the scabbard, but like presumably kind of tucked against you a little bit. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, and I want to like. Like, I want to, like, make like I'm walking past her. Yeah. um, Her, them, and I want to spill my drink. Like, I want to, like, brush up against her, spill my drink, drop my book, um, and I want to, like, spill it on her. Okay. So, this is going to involve some opposed roles, but I have to make a lot of them. Yes. I have to make a lot of them. Um, yes. Can you remind me of your charisma, int, and wisdom modifiers? My charisma modifier is a total of six. My int is a total of three on prime. And wisdom is five total. And are those, in- those are including your level? Yes. Those are like the total, okay. the, like the, the whole, the whole thing. All right. Assuming that I'm still level three you at are. this point. You, you you all basically become level four at the end of the montage. It's the four weeks of training okay. I need. Okay, okay, to level. okay. Um, okay, great. First certain values of training. Okay, so need to do some math. And do I do any of these roles? Um, you will do some of them. Okay. Do you want me to repeat what I'm doing? Uh, not yet. Oh, first off, give me a hide check, not because you're actually hiding, but to very much not seem like you're making a beeline for this person and, you know, appropriately kind of play it off. Uh, where is it? Where is my dex? I rolled an 18. That's tw- ooh, 22. Oh, that was very nice. Um, Huzzah. Was a 22? There was a total of 22. Jesus. Um, 
Sorry, I need to double check what all these are opposed by. I only roll well. I only roll well when I'm, you know, doing things that don't endanger my life. Okay. Um, then again, this does kind of endanger my life because if I nick myself, I will die. Yeah. So let's see. So as a heads up, because of the way Hyatt is written as working, even if you are successfully avoiding kind of approach detection from Sane, that doesn't mean you're not being observed by other people, which I know is accounted for. Oh, yeah, in the absolutely. Plan, but, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm 100% aware of the fact that this is going to look very bad. Yeah. Four minutes and five seconds of silent calculation later. Oh my god, Sonny's not Aramith, is she? I mean... There would be no way for you to tell, either way. Huh. I mean, there's one way I could tell. There's a couple. Say so we have a... Tend to make new NPCs for stuff, though. Also, I couldn't tell you as the do. It would be wild if you made me kill my mom as my first paid with money contracted job. That would be fucking wild. Please don't do that. Do what I want. <laughs> I know. Surprise, it's Nara. Everyone is Nara. <laughs> Sane is Nara? That seems... I don't even know what to... That doesn't make any no, sense. No, it does not. That doesn't make any no, it sense, does not. Ian. All right. Um, okay, so you've got your... I think I have all the numbers now. So you do have your hide to approach. That has succeeded. Um, that basically gets you close enough that it is going to be a... Basically, Sane is not going to have time to react, except as kind uh -huh. of a combat time initiative thing. And even then, I believe you're essentially essentially giving you sneak attack here. Um, so yeah, you, uh, you do the approach. And... So, are you coming at are you coming at Sane from the front, back, the side? So, my assumption from the way that you described the room is that if I was facing in the same direction, I parked myself next to the door so that I could see the whole room. If I'm looking at the room, the staircase that she's coming down would be on my, on my yeah, left. Yeah, but set further back in the room, so. But set further back in the room. And so, if she's coming out the exit, she would need to pass by yes. me. So, I've gotten up, and I'm going toward, like, I'm basically, you know, winding my way through the tables in her direction, trying to intercept her. And if that's, like, I come at her from, an like, an angle, or, like, if that's just she's on her way out, I'm just going to pass her, like, head on. You would be walking side by side. Or you would pass each other going up. Yeah, my, my idea is that we're passing okay, each that's other. that's what I thought. Um, and as we pass each other, I'm gonna bump into her. I'm gonna spill the drink. And as I'm like, you know, in the like, you know, spilled drink situation, I'm going to, you know, poke her yeah. somewhere. Have I made myself more clear? Yeah. I just wanted to make sure okay. basically that I had it envisioned right in my head. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you're 
walking by, she's walking by. That high check basically means that and your charisma's also amazing. So um Charisma is incredible. Yeah, so okay, you made your high check and I guess yeah, um so you need to do the bump and the spill things. So that part's uh-huh. gonna be charisma actually to kind of act the part. Okay. I rolled a fifteen plus six is twenty one. Okay. And charisma's prime? Oh, the question that I was going yeah. to ask before. Sorry. And this is pretty important. Yeah. In the book, it says that a level six is instant death. What does instant mean? Uh, In the same round? So I have, you know, after I poke her, I have about six seconds. The rounds are a little longer in CNC. Um, so okay. I think, yeah, they're, they're quoted as being 10, I believe, roughly. Because okay. um, it's it's a cinematic game, so it's more, what do you think is around? Uh, but instant is relative here. It will instantly incapacitate them, and it will kill them very shortly thereafter. We're talking within a minute tops. Um, okay. And, like, they okay. definitely okay. die, but it's a, you know, okay. probably it's a neurotoxin, fall to the floor, spasm, foam at mouth okay. kind of thing. And then they die. Okay. Um, it depends on, this one's gnarly enough, that's probably what happens. At level six, it kind of stops being subtle, um, relatively speaking. But okay, so your hide was 22. So you, you've spilled your drink, or, you know, you're, you're like tripping, right, is the idea? Or are you spilling your drink on? I want to spill my drink on her. Okay. Um, yeah, you managed to, uh, with that hide, she's not aware of you until you bump directly into her, basically. Do you have your hood up? Or are you trying to hide your face? Or are you just going to go full acting on this one? I mean, I'm in my disguise as not me. Okay, so, letting that uh, work. I yeah. Um, I I've covered my hair somewhat. Like I have it at least like pulled back, and it is the like dark henna color. Okay. Um, and I've you know made my I've made my features look very look about as different as as it is possible for them to look. Um, you know the sunken eyes. Yeah. Um. And I'm doing a lot of like uh, face face acting, like I'm holding my face in a different way than I would uh, as Ericene. Yeah, I'm like you know a little slacker. Okay, so you bumped into Sane, which does make her aware of you, but now you're right there. Um, let's see, and I guess with that role, they're not suspicious of you, so wouldn't. I'm gonna be like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna start like pawing uh at their like shirt a little bit. Um. Okay. You know, trying to like brush off the. Yeah. Trying to, you know, just as much like physical contact as I can to make you know the next part. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Less conspicuous, and I'm gonna like kind of. I'm going to be like, are you okay? You don't look good. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. All right. You're pawing at this person's shirt. Hmm? And I think as part of that, you kind of jerk the, the hood back. Oh, good. Okay. And so you're right in this person's face. Uh-huh. And you have a moment. Because you know this person. And this person knows you and looks incredibly shocked. <laughs> Who is it? Because, dude, is that your mom? (laughs) 
It is. It's actually legit, yes. my mom? <laughs> did I just guess? <gasps> did I guess it? Yes. Like- you rolled, I rolled wisdom for you to figure out who this was. Or I guess it should have been Int. But still, the DCs were pretty high either way because the way DCs are set. Um, actually, it was Int, which saves your bacon. Now that I think about it. Well, let's see. I mean, obviously, I can't go back on it now, but I'm checking my numbers real quick. Yeah, uh, so if you had... I, I rolled your wisdom check for you. If you had rolled anything less than a 16, you wouldn't have noticed in time. I would have given you a second <gasps> check, and it would have been a dex check to stop yourself from... Like, stop just short. But uh, yeah, that's your mom. It looks really different, but you're a trained assassin. You know how disguises work. And... And I know who my mother which gives you an is. Enormous bonus if you are suspicious of the person being in disguise, necessarily, which you're planning on stabbing them. But yes, so yeah, you have this moment where you know she kind of steps back a bit because you ran into her, and I step back and I like hold my hand like away from her, and I'm like, "Oh, we gotta talk later. Later, we'll talk." <laughs> um, <laughs> make a second in check. That's an 8 plus 3 is 11, and that is a prime attribute, but... Um, I'm going to give it to you. So, after because you stepped back so quickly, you're, you're beyond whisper range, but you, you do see your mom mouth basically, sweetie, but which you've seen enough times on her face. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, she knows who you are, and you're like... Yeah, 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 all right, yeah, um, yeah, 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 sorry. Sorry, I'll buy you a drink uh, later. Sh- she steps <laughs> forward towards the door and shoves you really hard out of the way. Um, just okay. beelining toward the door. Looks angry. Like So, do you, do you defend against that shove, <laughs> basically? Um, no, because I'm playing drunk okay. and I don't want to break my cover. Yeah, uh, it's not a very strong shove. You've met your mother. She's not super built. Um, but, you know, you do, you stumble back and you... you hit your butt into a table and get some kind of error from the people that are sitting there. And uh, Sane, putting up her hood, just storms out the door. Uh-huh. And um, here you are with a spilled drink, a book, and a number of people looking at you. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, 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 sorry. And I, like, pick up the, you know, I'm guessing it's like a tin cup or whatever. Yeah, you, you pick up your drink and... Actually, this place might have glassware. Pick up, but pick up it was the glass. The, you live in a stone city. <laughs> yeah, pick up the pick up the glass. Put the book under my shoulder. By this time, I would like to have put away the needle. Uh, yeah, um, you're doing a lot of things right now. Basically, make a dex check. Shit, 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 shit. What is my dex? Uh, I rolled a, rolled a seven plus four is eleven. Ooh, that's not great. I know it's not great. But this is very interesting. <laughs> All right. So, this is much more interesting. So, what happens is you, you're an assassin. You have a fucking class feature that stops you from poisoning yourself, applying things to weapons. But that dex check was to make it subtle, putting that thing back in the sheath. You can't. Because of the shove, like your cloak got tangled around. Because you wear a cloak, right? For the hood. Yeah. Yeah, I was wearing some kind yeah, of cloak this time, definitely. Because of the way the shove um, worked and hitting the table. Um, your cloak kind of got tangled around your uh, your arm. And so you have to kind of like throw it off before you can get enough movement and the right angle to put that needle away. 
which means it was not subtle that you were reholstering something. So that was seen. It was not a, I didn't have a weapon at all ever, officer. Um, totally. Yeah. yeah. And, but yeah, you, you grab your book and you grab your drink and you don't, you didn't roll a one. So you don't stab yourself with a fatal poison. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I'll take the drink back to the counter, uh, back to the bar. Like, just kind of be like, I think I've had more than enough tonight, huh? And then I'll, like, you know, kind of stumble out and stumble back. So you, you head on out. I will go back to my, um, hidey hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get cleaned up. I'll become Aerosene again. And I'll go home. So you're pretty shaken by this, right? Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the f- I'm, I am on, like, I'm not on, like, full autopilot, but I'm autopilot Yeah, you're out of it. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, someone bumps into you on the street. I look up. You don't just stab them? <laughs> no. Uh, it's Jaspar. Tilia's standing next to him, but Tilia's a very ineffective block against anybody, really. <laughs> at least as tall as you. Uh, oh, so I run into my friends as, as, as me? Yeah, as me? You, you run... For, as you kind of shake out of it a little bit, like Jasper caught you by your shoulders. Um, if you had to guess from the way you ran into him, he was probably standing directly in front of you and basically caught you. Uh-huh. Like, what's you? What's going on? You look terrible. I can't tell you. For the first time, like maybe ever, I can't tell you. Is this like the time you got that like that note thing? Because <laughs> you can tell us, it's fine. I weirdly actually super duper can't tell you. It's like, <gasps> did you did you do a job? No, I didn't. I didn't do a job. That's boring. It's not boring actually. It's kind of. Are, are you? Are you going to be yeah, okay? I didn't do a job. Someday. Maybe. Well, that's not dark and ominous at all. Do you want to get a drink or something? Um, yeah. No, I don't. Not tonight. Um, I'll see you tomorrow, though. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. I have to go... I just... Yeah, no, it's it's fine. Well, you know those times when you just like need your mom. No, but I get it. Spoiler alert: Jasper's mom kind of sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But I think I I get the feeling that Tilia's mom is maybe like a little bit nicer or like a little bit chiller. Yeah, or like um, Tilia's mom is is pretty good. Especially by the standards of your little band, um, not a, not an aggressively, actively bad person. Just sort of like a recipient of uh, privilege. Yeah, very much so. Um, but mm-hmm. okay, so Jasper, you know, was kind of dropping his hold anyway, but drops it and basically goes, uh, "I got it. See you tomorrow, though." Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll be by the nipper. Okay. Love you guys. Love you. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Have fun. Sure. Um, I'm going to go yeah. home. 
and I'm going to find my mom's room and see if she's there. Uh, she is not there when you get home. I'm going to crawl into her bed. Okay. And are you just waiting there until she gets back? Um, if I fall asleep, I fall asleep. Um, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sleeping. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in, I'm, I'm just, I'm just in her bed. Yeah. I'm just in her bed. <laughs> I just, I wasn't lying when I said I needed my mom. No, I, I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you wait. It's a few hours. Um, I think the night shift, night shift starts and you hear you kind of, you hear you and Matilda talking as they basically kind of do evening turn down stuff because Aramith isn't there right now. Um, and I think one of them pokes their head in, but sees a lump in the bed, but they probably know the shape of everyone's lump in the bed by now. <laughs> and they don't say anything and just close the door again. Um, cause there's that sitting room. So they were mostly in there kind of cleaning up and checking to see uh-huh. if anyone needed anything, but I think they, they get the vibe. Um, uh-huh. and yeah, uh, it's about, it's about 11 when you hear the, uh, the door to the bedroom open. I assume you kept like a candle going or a light on or something or. Uh-huh. Yeah. We would, I would have kept like some sort of like light on. I believe yeah. Aramith's room has a window, not onto any main lighting, but enough. Um, no. Yeah, it's on the side of the house. And you hear uh, someone very quietly walk in. And... Hi, Mom. Hi, sweetie. And she actually just slides into bed and, you know, holds you. (laughs) Snuggles you. I'm sorry that I tried to kill you today. Yeah, we've had a lot of talk about, don't we? (laughs) I think so. So, like, you're... You're Sane, huh? Yeah, sort of. Yes. Sure. As much as there is a Sane, which, you know, you can't tell anyone about this, right? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that I already haven't told anyone a lot of things. Yeah, uh, what's the deal with that? I don't know. Do I? Do we? Are we on the same team? I don't know. You have told me nothing about what team you're on, which doesn't help given that so many questions. I assume someone hired you. Yeah. I don't know what your plan was, but say, what, what were you? Yeah, you, actually, you actually apologized a... for trying to kill her, right? Um, okay, yeah, so, I did. I said sorry so she for trying have to any kill questions. you. That's it how I... Even, like, could this have been a pickpocket? No. Like, pickpocket yeah. Thing. Um, so I assume someone hired you, which is bad for me. You work with Richard Stanton? Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's a couple of steps more complicated than that. Yeah, someone hired me to kill Zane, and I need to figure out... Well, time to burn that disguise. ...what that means. But, like, they didn't tell me why. Oh, of course they wouldn't. That would be deeply unprofessional. Um, Do you know why they would want to kill Zane? Sweetie, I have several guesses. <laughs> uh, all of which are bad. Um... But if I do a good job, bring the identity, can make it work. Hopefully. Uh, so you don't know. I assume you went through some middle person. You weren't hired, hired directly. No, I wasn't hired directly. And I... I'm really afraid to burn the bridge of the person that hired me. Did you say 
Hmm? Mom, did you say that you're going to burn Sane? The identity, maybe. I need to talk to some people first. Faking one's own death is complicated. And or disappearing in the city is even more complicated. I mean, if you're willing to burn the identity, maybe you could do it in a way that kept me in with the people who hired me. I mean, what were the terms of your agreement? So, GM, uh, you were asked to kill Uh Sane. And the trick of it was that you were tasked to kill Sane and then dispose of her body in a way that it could not be resurrected. That would probably involve some degree of proof, but it's hard to Uh tell exactly what it would be. Mendoza probably left Uh it to your discretion. Um, Usually, if you're getting Uh rid of a body, a piece, a distinctive piece of jewelry, or a you know, personalized weapon or something is a really good way to do it. Um, Because if you have a finger, there's still a finger around, which depending on the resurrection spell can be enough. Um, Mendoza, Uh this was the same training session as the heart training session, heart removal training session. They don't like this stuff. Um, But Uh yeah, the standard procedure is to chop the body into as many small pieces as possible and then either throw them away, burn them in acid acid, or literally burn them something like that to uh-huh. run them down and then if you can throw them off the edge of the city if not uh anywhere deep in the sewers usually does the job uh-huh so i'm like i mean if we could find some way to like get rid of sane that would also fulfill my obligations i would share the money with you that you is know? so the least of my concerns. Well, yeah, but like, you know. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know what I'm doing, clearly. Oh, she's thinking, okay, I think we have some people we can use, because a witness always helps. I think we can do this. The the trick is making Sane disappear, physically speaking. We can we can do it. Yeah, the proof is always the hardest. Well, let's see. Um, She's clearly racking her brain for the Sane disguise. The belt. Is that a wig? Were you wearing a wig? Of course. Much easier than... I could take the wig. Well, they don't know it's a wig, Just take the wig. (laughs) Yeah, and I could be like, I killed them, and I took the wig. Or, like, the wig fell off, and I could be like, this is the wig. But then they're going to ask you who the person was. And I'll be like, I don't fucking know. That does risk word getting back to Stanton, that it was someone in disguise. However... Oh, Stanton didn't even know that you were in disguise? No. Oh. Well, I mean, like, obviously he doesn't know that you're you. But, like... Yeah, it was... <sighs> but, like, he... He he didn't know that Sane was, like, a disguise for someone no. else? You can't not kill me, can you? Without burning a bridge with whoever hired you. Whoever hired them. I just think that they would be really disappointed. I mean, they gave me this. I mean, they gave me this stuff to kill you with. Like, okay, mom. Like, you don't understand. Like, I was like a second away from like legit killing you. <sighs> Full on. Like, you would have been dead, dead. Oh, good. Poison then. Yeah, mm. it's not here. I'm. I'm not gonna give it to oh, you. I don't want it. <laughs> No. Uh, let's see. So, like, I told you some of my shit. Please. Mom. What the fuck? Uh, let me send, or I'll send it in the morning. It's fine. Sunny disappears for days at a time. That's the whole point. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. I fucking I, waited for, I fucking watched Fursane for like yeah. a week. Uh, good, well, good thing about Mysterious Persona, it's easy to, I have a plan. It'll hopefully work. It depends on other people now, which is great. Um, as far as the proof thing, I think if I give you, uh, the belt and there is a dagger with a semi-recognizable hilt, it should okay. work okay. Or maybe lock up my okay. hair, and then you can burn that. All three of those. You can say you're a thorough. Um, wanted okay. thorough proof. So, what the fuck? Um, yeah. There's a couple of steps. First off, not as you can guess by the fact that Stanton didn't know it was a disguise. Uh, wasn't really working for Stanton, was working for someone else. And basically bluffing working for Stanton, which means I get to figure out if it was against Stanton or against the people above me, which would be a wholly different level of mess, which isn't great. Um... So, sweetie, I think I already I think I already know the answer to this. You will be joining me in this mess if I tell you anymore. <laughs> and it's dangerous and messy. Being repetitive. Long day, as you might have guessed. Um and Sorry. it involves keeping a lot of secrets. Yes. I don't I just Well, sweet. I don't <laughs> This whole day has been so weird already. Oh, sweetie, I don't want you to die. <laughs> But I guess then you're... Then I won't tell anyone. That... Mm, okay. Your, your mom sounds choked up and upset, but it's going to figure it out. Um, okay, so working for Stanton was a cover to find information or keep abreast of information. Turns out uh, killing people is a good way to look through their stuff as well as just listening. So that was going great. But, eh. Anyway, um, well, this'll be fun. How much do you know about what your grandparents do? Oh, like, nothing. They, like, won't tell me anything. They're real bad people, though. Probably, right? What level of influence do you think they have, I guess, is the real question. I mean, like, I've kind of joked to, like... Tilia and Jasper that like maybe they're in like a secret cabal that like runs the whole city and I like only kind of think it's a joke so I don't know. funny coincidence oh our grandma and grandpa part of a secret cabal that controls the city yes it's yeah of course they are uh, and there things are going not great for the city it seems like it I had a real weird couple of days at the beginning of last week, too. How so? Um, we went down to this, like, um, well, so, like, my kobold, uh, maintenance friend, Grix, um, we went to try to find his missing supervisor, Cog, and so we, like, went down into the tunnels and, like, found, like, all of this, like, machinery and shit and like it was really weird there was a whole lot of crazy shit there was like this like all of these like tongues that tongues? was bad that was oh god mom oh god it was so bad Ugh. Ugh. um okay we'll, we'll unpack uh, but that then later we found this like no but then we like found this like giant room 
like a giant crystal in the center and like water in the bottom. Um, that stuff was like moving around it. And like, we found like, apparently like there was something wrong with the power in the crystal because he kept like zapping people and things. And like, that's where that, there's that guy that like came with, uh, like that, like is staying with like Jasper. Um, that's actually like a dragon that was somehow brought into here through the crystal throwing off like mm, random magic. And there was like invisible monsters and we found the, we found the cobalt guy. Um, and he was not in good shape. Um, he's been in the hospital and it's real messed up, but like there was something very wrong with that crystal. And it seemed like integral to the power of the city. And I'm, I don't mean like, you know, the imaginary kind of power that, I, I know, you know, I know you mean literal, like, honey. social power. I mean, like literally like the magic power that runs the city seems like fucked up. And, like, Grix and Cog, and even Wealthy now, like, keep talking about how, like, everything's all messed up. And, like, we keep doing all of this shit. And then, like, Ruladrin is happening. And whatever the fuck that does to the city, I don't even know. Anyway. You know about a lot of this. Yes, like, that's what I know about, like, things not going great for the city, like, a little bit. But I'm sure that there's other stuff, too. Yeah. It all drips down from the top. And with people like Grandma and Grandpa up at the top, like seems reasonable that things would not be going great trickle down conspiracy nomics oh yeah <laughs> that was the gm uh, yeah yeah a quick yeah. interrupter reminder yeah. that shield despite the fact that i constantly forget to use this day them <laughs> which yes, still overall true. masculine Sorry. especially when clothed but yes <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh well all right you know think you're missing some context you know about more of this than i thought kind of oh sober sober logical cool. yeah fun drink tried it myself drink too much it really messes you up yeah i think that poor boy was able to see out of his left eye again at some point hopefully ran into a kid on the street very uh-huh. smashed um but regular anyway uh so yeah it's not just a drink yeah there's like magic in it and, like, from the way that, like, you know, Wealthy and Vons were talking about it, it seemed like it could, like, do more. But, like, they had to figure out how. Yeah. Um, we don't quite know either. All we know is that uh, a group of people, which for simplification reasons and the fact that they don't really have a name, we will call the Cabal. You know, they were around when the city started, but or its descendants or people they brought in because it was useful. Grandparents have been there the entire time, obviously, but it's not all elves, because why would it be? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so they're stockpiling it, and we don't know why. It can be used for a lot of things. Um, it's a great base for a potion. It can make potions more potent, but that can't be it. They can afford all the potions they want. They don't need that. And, I mean, they don't use them for anything. Like, you know, there's things that make you more attractive or charismatic, but, you know, you're they all have enough influence already, so that's not it. But we're, we're trying to figure that out, because it's been relatively recent. Obviously, Relegion only came on a few weeks ago, but 
it's worrisome. And that power thing is also worrisome. We don't have a lot of maintenance people. I should explain who. Oh, so go ahead. You, you are working, like, against Grandma and Grandpa, right? Sweetie, I would never work for them. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank, thank the gods that don't exist. <laughs> Somewhere down in Divinity, several priests just have this weird shiver up their back. <laughs> One of them got, like, a just involuntary dry heap Can out be, of nowhere. Uh, atheists. My one poison. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, we thought it was more influence stuff. We're worried it's something bigger now. They don't usually do material. And, you know, they've done a few weird things that we haven't been able to track, but it hasn't been a lot. And now there's suddenly a lot, which we're trying to track down. Uh, yeah, it turns out some of us are not a fan of the rich people who stuck onto this city, continuing to be in charge. How much do you know about the launch? Oh, we met these ghosts down in the tunnels. And um, I know that like bad shit happened when the launch was happening because um, they were like, oh yeah, the launch was happening and like the shadow things got in and then we were dead. Yeah. Um... It seems really bad. I mean, like, just the whole thing seems extremely it, violent. It was not great. Know? Like... I don't know the details. Uh, it just seems like anyone who wasn't, like, you know, in one of the already established caves, like, probably wasn't in, like, a good position to survive. I mean, there, were, you know? there were a lot of people. I, I don't know all the details of this. Um, it wasn't super relevant, but I do know that uh, your grandparents had basically... So we know that things got bad when the corruption showed up. Your grandparents had kind of booked rooms here before it got super bad. Don't get me wrong, it was bad, but, like, they were fully set up. They weren't really refugees. That's kind of all in... That explains where they got all that wood. Yeah, they, to be fair, they had to get more. Um, their previous quarters were in the barracks. Gemwood wasn't set up then, as I understand it. But, well, yeah, uh, fully furnished when they got here. It's not a big thing, it just bugs me. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, they've had power and influence for a long time, kind of since it started, and especially now that there's more politics, and yeah, they kind of run the show. Not officially, of course, obviously, but they have a lot of influence, and we don't always know what they're doing. And we also know that there are people on the council and other places have stopped things that would be good and have a tendency to sit on a lot of information as far as we can tell. Yeah. Is it true that none of the other cities are, like, actually active anymore? As far as I know, yes. That isn't... Again, as far as I know, that isn't some misinformation thing. That is... We just haven't seen one in a hundred years. We're not... Yeah, we're not positive how things are going. <laughs> everywhere else, which the main thing is that your grandparents and their cabal people would like to kind of just wait and see about what happens. They don't want to try to do anything because they've got it made. And to be frank, your grandparents may die before things get particularly bad, live a long time, but not forever. Um, yeah. But they're not interested in like proposals to try to establish something on the ground or even figure out what's happening tend to get shot down. We have very little information on that. We have what, like, you know, the fishermen and scavengers and a couple other people bring back. 
but they're in and out as fast as they can. So yeah, we don't have a lot. There could be stuff down there we don't know about. There could be a solution down there we don't know about. And I don't know why they're so opposed to it. I imagine they would love to have some teak or mahogany or something that they might be able to still get down there, but they want to stay up here, locked up. And I kind of get it, but we're concerned that that might not be feasible long term. Yeah, it's great. That makes sense. Yeah, it's we're, we're still finding stuff out. The relaunch and things really weird, as I said. So you said you don't think you guys have any mechanics? We have a few, kind of. We can always use more people. Um, well, we honestly, everything you're saying is like right up my friends is Allie. Is this your friend Grix? Or I guess you did friends is so. Yeah. I mean, Grix has at least twice that I know of suggested retaking the ground. So he's exactly the kind of revolutionary that I think that would get along perfectly with the kind of cool people that you have apparently been hiding from me. Mom. They're pretty cool. You're so much cool. You're so much fucking cooler than I ever thought. Like, what the fuck? Mom. To be fair, and I imagine this went both ways, I thought you were a party girl until tonight. I mean, I was suspected, but, you know, he didn't mm. show off any other parts. We're both, like, kind of a little bit too good at that. Yeah, it turns out being a party girl gets really boring. Oh my god, it's right? so boring. Uh, I, say, I say that all the time. I'm like, ah, uh, it's so... <laughs> I had an argument with Grandma and Grandpa, like, well, with Grandma, like, a couple of days ago two weeks ago or whatever but i was like she wouldn't let me get a job it sounds like you found one sorry not great I joke did, but it's not no it's really honestly funnier than most things that you've ever said to me so i have great jokes dear i appreciate you oh that's so funny haha <sighs> daughters <laughs> but yeah. oh moms can i sleep in here tonight i just uh, of course you'll you need to introduce me to your friends, though, if they can keep a secret. One of them can definitely keep a secret. Insert whether I figured out the thing that I go to BRTELs about. Honestly, uh, that's a reasonable assumption to make about that character anyway, but yes. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, it's if you happen One to know the One of them, it's impossible. <laughs> One of my friends is, like, impossible to know when he is telling the truth and when he is not telling the truth. Mm. Several of my friends, it might be more difficult to tell if it's a good idea to bring them in. Well, we'd probably be interested. Um, our vetting process isn't super thorough, but you know, it's kind of a take-you-can-get situation in a lot of ways, but we have to know what, what they want to happen oh. in the world, which can be difficult to ferret out without, yeah. Yeah. So one thing I'll say is Jasper and Tilia know that I've, like, killed people oh so you've actually killed people before i have but never like this this was my first like i don't know the person the person who actually hired me isn't like actually paying isn't you know the one actually like wanting the thing done it's always been extremely personal before do you remember that council person i was just about to ask was that that you? was me not sure he was that mean to me but I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, he, no, it's he was. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, was he on your side? Oh, is that all a cover? No, God no. Oh, good. Okay. I don't think he was oh. on any side. He was just a dick. Yeah, I, 
I don't know who wanted to make Sonic go away, but I mean, they were going to pay me. Well, I mean, a not insignificant amount of money for it, so. Fortunately, that doesn't narrow it down. Opponents of Stanton's. Opponents of you personally. Yeah, Sonic's killed some people, and uh, opponents of just, you know, the whole thing I'm doing. I wasn't working for any, like, grander cause, just boredom. Yeah, that's how I got into this, too. How long have you been doing stuff? Like, how long have you been cool? Your mother has always been cool. But. Maybe. I mean, sort of changed roles. If you're talking about this whole cabal thing, I, narrator, the GM, (laughs) (laughs) can't quite remember. Slash the GM hasn't decided exactly, but... Sure. But like, I don't know, 10 years? More? Less? It's kind of a blur. And I mean, I was talking to people about some of this stuff a long time before then. Uh, Turns out, (sighs) bitching about my parents is a good way to signal that I don't want to do their stuff. And being on the outs with everyone that they like. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, Mom. Yeah. I'm really tired. I have one question. Do you know who Elizabeth Baker is married to? As far as I know, she's not married. Oh, okay. I, I'm not setting you I two know, up. I just figured she was here the other day, and she was here over the lockdown last time, so... Oh, that I was, was uh, work-related. You're work-related? We, we keep up a social life with each other, too, but... I mean, <gasps> we're, we're friends, but it... It's about work. Yeah. Oh, She's the one who treated Cog when he, when we got him back up. Oh, she's very good at her job. That's, oh, that's good. She was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's a good person to have in her corner. Do you like gross medical stories? Not right now. Uh, but okay. <laughs> sure. At some point. This one's pretty gross. You'll like it. But we should. I bet, I bet my friend Vaughn's would really love it. You should wait and tell me about it when he's around gonna have to meet all these friends of yours you really are because like honestly you're very much cooler than i ever thought that you were and um you know the the venn diagram of the three parts of my life are sort of overlapping in different ways now than they were and i feel like it would be maybe a good idea for you to wait three well i have like my social life mm. social life family my... and uh your job yeah well no, socialite slash family. Okay. Then my friends. Okay. Who know that I do something weird. Ah, so it's kind of a Venn diagram in the middle of a different Venn diagram. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. And then there's Photios who I've said a variety of very strange things to. He doesn't... And who's Photios? <laughs> do you actually giggle? Is... Yeah, I do. Wisdom check. <laughs> Fucking nails it. (laughs) I won't ask you any questions if you don't want me to, but I'd love to hear about him. Photios is the guy that I'm dating right now. I figured that out. He's... You have a specific uh, giggle when you actually like somebody. I know. I wish I could find a way to get rid of that tell, but... um, I'm also your mother. I don't know if it works on everyone. You are my mother. I've been around you for a hundred years. Ninety-nine. And a half, as you like to remind Oh, God. 99 and three quarters. I mean, like, it's <laughs> only going to be like, you know, it's only like another three months until my birthday. In a different 
conversation. We should talk about what you want to do for that. I know. There's a whole lot of obligations that come with that. Well, yes, but you... Figure it out. You keep your lives separate enough. I'm sure you could plan a separate thing. I'm very happy to help with that. Oh, thanks, Mom. Fodios is a... He's a bouncer at the bar that I... Um, I sometimes go to with my, all of my friends at the Warrens, um, and he's such a sweet guy. I don't think I've ever liked anyone like this. <laughs> That's actually really good to hear. <laughs> not, not really. Like, everybody else just felt like, oh, we're so swept up in each other, and no, that's we're why playing it's... these, like, dramatic roles, and this time it just feels like... I want him to, like, know who I actually am, but I'm, like, afraid of, like, what he'll see about who I really am. Sweetie, that's a you know? good thing. I know, but, like, it's weird, you know? It's, it's super scary, yeah. Um, yeah. Wisdom check for you. Rolled a 10 plus 5 is 15. All right, but it's your mom. You get a big bonus. I mean, this was probably obvious. Your mom is stopping short saying something, but that's fine. Um... I, like, hug her. I'm like, I love you, Mom. And, like I said, I'm really sorry I tried to kill you today. She hugs you back and goes, I'm really sorry you got caught up in all this. It's okay. I I mean, I knew what I was doing as much as I could have. I went in with my eyes open. Oh, yes, it's just you're part of the bigger mess now. That's okay. At least it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it it is. It's fun, right? Okay. In a weird way? It is kind of fun in a weird way. I wish that it wasn't fun. Like, it would be better for the city if there wasn't such an interesting thing, right? Yeah, but as far as I can tell, that's true everywhere and for everything. Also, people don't like boring. No, it's true. I have a friend who says they start wars over boredom. Or started wars over boredom. I mean, I think they still start wars over boredom. Probably. It's harder to have a war with thousands of people here. It gets cramped. You know, like, tiny little wars. Yes. Anyway. We should sleep. We should sleep. And so we sleep. And so you sleep. And... and my guess is we should yes. not continue anymore, <laughs> yep, and because it has been a very long time. Yes. And that's the end of the episode. Yay! Yay! Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, or on Twitter at primeattribute, or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our dank memes. If you enjoyed the show, please tell people about us, including, but not limited to, your nerdy magic friends, your public infrastructure friends, your surprisingly depth-filled party friends, and your paranoid furry friends. If you can't think of anyone to tell, or if you want to tell the world about us, please rate and review us on the podcast platforms you use. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. That's me, I'm Aaron. The whoosh sound effect used in this episode was by underscore beepus from freesound.org. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Mm-hmm.
Gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. Then <laughs> lightly inhale some water, apparently. Uh huh. Wanna make jokes here, but Aaron's gonna edit it. Welcome to Radio Free Primary Attribute. Weather's looking rainy today for our Thanksgiving, but that's alright. I don't know what music we play on this fictional radio station I'm making up to entertain myself. Probably. Like weird indie jazz? That seems right. College radio station. Cross with something that we call itself Radio Free Bloody Blue. It should reveal deep dark secrets of the plot here. Except again, Aaron's editing this. Hi Aaron. Yeah, I got nothing. Besides evil plants. That's always true. Are you learning Russian? Is there a camera in it? Sorry. <laughs> Everyone remembers the opening um, sequence of Miss Congeniality, right? <laughs> I don't actually think I've ever seen that. Oh, movie. you're missing out. It's so good. I just know I just know it from the one of the many Tumblr holiday that one of the many Tumblr exclusive <laughs> holidays uh, that we celebrate, uh, which for that one is um, I think it's like May tenth. I think it's April tenth. But yeah, the, it's April. T- the, yeah, uh, you know, not chilly, but you can wear a light sweater. And- not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Yeah, that's one of the many Tumblr holidays. Um, so anyway, yeah, yeah. God, the entire movie's gold. Um, all right, so. <laughs> I really, really like that movie. <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway, so. They have unionized. I love the rats. I have so many questions. I love the rats. Oh, God, you hated the rats for like the first three episodes we talked about. I hated about it them, when you said and then it, it's... and then they became. And then at some point, you like came up with their backstory and you were like, I love the rats. I love the rats so much. I cannot wait for you guys to, to like desperately figure out like what's fuck, what's what fucked up with the rats. I'm real excited. Uh, so exciting. Um, yeah. So 